from the KISS 92.5 studios in Toronto, Canada. Are you this is Roz yes. and Mocha. Yeah. It's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. The Chainsmokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Carr. You're listening to my boys Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My boys Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. Mocha. Roz. You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! Wow! You just won $1,000. That is amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Uh, Mariah Carey got her first shot of the COVID-19 vaccine and, like, hit a note while getting it. Relax uh, for me. Right. <laughs> yeah. All right, bro. <laughs> you go. Okay. Yeah, It's only part one. God, could you imagine you go and get your shot and you pre- you like people clap? Could you imagine that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, bro. That's okay. a note, huh? Yeah. Big time. Isn't that incredible? Yeah. Could you ever make that? I could see a ghost right now and I don't think I'd be able to make that noise. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <All right. laughs> Not even close. <clears throat> Hold on. I need yeah. to put my throat. Okay. Oh, yeah. Take yeah. Take a sip of water. Hold on here. Let me, let me get in on this too. Hold on. Just wait. Okay. Ah, Miller time. Okay. <laughs> Just kidding. Okay, you go. Uh, you go first. You go first. Hold on, I need to hear yeah, this yeah, again. Yeah. Ah! yeah. All right. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. That's Mariah, by the way, getting her COVID shot. Okay. Not even close. Ah! Not even close. Not. Not even close. Not even close. Like You're not even in the same world. Like one of them screaming goats. Yeah, you do. You do. You sound just like one of them screaming goats. Okay. Hold on. Okay. Ah! One more time. One more time. One more time. One more time. Okay. Ah! Play Mariah back again now. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. Yeah. Ah! yeah. Oh. All right. Okay. Ah! Not even close, Maury. No. By the way, if you're gonna do this as yeah. a, as a lamb, you have to put your hand on your ear like she does when she does it. Okay, Mocha, oh! try that. Try okay, putting your on. hand ah! on your ear. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. Go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not even close. <laughs> this is what Wait. I okay. I know what it, I don't know what it sounds like in your head. It sounds like this. Okay, yeah. but, lo- okay. but let me, right. let me tell you how like. it sounds to everybody okay. else. Okay? okay, it sounds like this. <laughs> yes, it does. You guys are wrong. Okay, no, try one on. more time. That's Mariah. All this right, is yeah. Mocha. Hold on. Yeah, maybe two hands on my ears. Okay, yeah. Sure. Go. This is Mocha. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is what we hear. <laughs> I swear to God, that's yeah. all I hear. No. <laughs> <laughs> right? Exactly. Mariah. It's like Mariah just walked yeah. in the room. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. I was just watching this guy's absolutely horrifying TikTok story. Oh, no. So the guy's name is uh, BPN Johnny. And like when I say horrifying, I mean horrifying. Am I going to be grossed out? So it's easier if we let him tell the story as opposed to me telling the story. So take a listen and let me know how you feel about this. So while I was in university, I worked as a bartender at a restaurant by day, nightclub by night establishment. So the chefs would leave us and the night staff um, food to take home at the end of our shift. For like a week, I took home 
massive containers of this delicious soup. Like, you don't understand. I was eating this soup mm. for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Mm -hmm. I, I was obsessed. And then for like a couple of days, I got really sick, like stomach flu-y stuff, and then I missed work. So the next time I went back into work, there was food left for us, but our manager pulled all the bartending staff aside and was like, so the chefs have noticed that a lot of hollandaise sauce was going missing. <laughs> so it turns out I was consuming bowl after bowl after bowl of straight up hollandaise sauce, just oh no. mustard and <laughs> egg yolk for a week. And that's why I got super sick. And then shortly thereafter, I developed a severe intolerance to... He says eggs at the end. Um, only hollandaise sauce. Bowl after bowl after bowl of, ho of hollandaise sauce. That's hollandaise, so you might as well be eating mayonnaise yeah. by the bowl. Mm -hmm. Like it's very similar hollandaise sauce and mayonnaise, right? It's Delicious, like though. raw it's like raw egg um mm. egg whites or egg yeah. yolks. I don't even know. Um mustard, mm. butter, mm. lemon juice. Mm. But you're not supposed to eat it by the bowl. A lot of people say you're not even supposed to eat hollandaise sauce full stop. Oh, really? Even yeah. on top of eggs even or on, Even on top of an eggs. A lot of people say you're not supposed Damn. to eat it, that you should, that we shouldn't be eating hollandaise sauce, let alone by the bowl. <laughs> you thought it was soup. Right? <laughs> <laughs> That's so disgusting. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Damn it, Moiri. Come in here, my love. Bring the paperwork. Paperwork? So, Tiger Woods... They determine what was most likely to be the cause of his car accident. Okay. And that was that Tiger was doing between 84 and 87 in a 45. And, and more than double. And because he has the black and box in his miles fancy car. Hour, not kilometers, yeah, right? Because yeah. he has a fancy black box in his car. They also determined that when he crashed, his foot was still on the gas, not on the brake. Oh, no. Okay, so he was doing 84 in a 45 with his foot on the gas. And didn't they say, was it earlier this week or late last week? Didn't they say... Like the, the police department said, we have the black box, we have the information, but we're not going to release yeah, the so information. Yeah, so he gave permission. Until, okay, so yeah, he gave yeah, permission. Yeah, he gave permission. So I he guess was he doing, had to, right? He was doing 84 and a 45 Mori, which is hysterical, shows me the paperwork for a ticket that he got the other day. No. Maury, how fast were you going in a what? You were doing a what in a what? I, not, not what he reduced it to. Oh. You were doing what in a what? I was doing 80 in a 40. <laughs> so you were also because going double. Who knew that it was a 40? <laughs> there's well, a you stop should have. There's a stoplight every 100 feet on the road Maury uh, got yeah. busted on. Like literally, there's a stoplight every 150 feet. So is it in this neighborhood? Yes. Yeah. Okay, so in this neighborhood, yeah. there are uh, speed signs. Everywhere. Every like two blocks or so. So yeah. on your drive from home to here... You would have passed like at least fifteen of those signs. Who looks at those though? In his I know, you're okay. Either you tell me to look at the road <laughs> and, and what's ahead on. of me, or tell me to look at the signs. Well, the sign is isn't that I, far away from uh, like you'd be able to see yeah. if you're paying attention. Yeah. you will clearly well, see those signs. I'm paying attention to make sure I'm not hitting anyone in front of. So me. he knocked your ticket down to what? He said you were doing what? Fifty? He said I was doing fifteen to forty. Right. And so what would the ticket have been? Do you know how much could would it cost you? Oh, he said it would have been around four hundred and two demerits. Right. Wow. <laughs> Wait, oh, sorry, $400 and two demerits or 402 yeah. demerits? 
because of all and and two demerits. demerits. I was going to say, yeah. they would increase those demerits for you. Yeah, I know. It's, it's a lie. I know. It's crazy, right? It's crazy. <laughs> but he knocked demerits. it down, though. He knocked it down. So That's more, nice, though. So Maury's lucky. I drove by. I left the I left the, the, st- the station here yesterday, uh-huh. right? The exact same time Maury did. First of all, Maury walked in the parking lot and forgot where he parked his car <laughs> and was doing that thing like Mr. Bean where he's just walking around the circus <laughs> looking for it. No. In a parking lot that only had five cars in it. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was something to see. I've never seen somebody drive out of a, an underground parking garage the way more did at like after every single stop and start where you have to turn to try and weave in between these tiny little canyons to get out of here yeah his wheels are squealing i know like squealing and then i drove behind maury all the way down that same road that he got that ticket on the other day yeah and i was nervous for him driving behind you like i was nervous that something bad was going to happen just watching him drive i almost saw sorry i saw Damn it, Maury, one time, yes. almost get into an accident with a transport truck. Right. Because <laughs> you, you weren't you weren't paying attention. I don't remember that. Right, because you weren't looking. Yeah, you weren't looking. Right. What's your plan? How much is the ticket well, I, now? The ticket's 40 but unfortunately I can't pay it yet. So let me show $40? you. $40? Yes. The ticket's $40. Maury sent me, Maury sent oh, me this this morning. Though. So Maury got a $40 speeding ticket yesterday. Yeah. And then Maury sent me this from this morning, which is just a screen grab from his email today. And it just reads, uh, Amazon.ca, your payment has been declined. The next message down, Amazon.ca, your payment has been declined. The next message down, Amazon.ca, your payment has been declined. The next message down, Amazon.ca, your payment has been declined. No! <laughs> Damn it, Maury! So, Officer Lithgow is going to have to wait. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Do you see the story where Iggy Azalea released all her all these DMs from people with verified accounts who slide into her DMs? Oh, really? Yeah. So she scratches out their picture, yeah. scratches out their name, but okay. you see the check mark and how many followers they have. Oh, okay. okay. So one follower with verified verified account with 12 million followers yeah. DM'd Iggy Azalea saying, you my dream baby. Somebody else said, I want to... That person, what? That person had twenty-seven million followers. Really? Okay. So she's not releasing names, though. She's not releasing names. Mm. Somebody else wrote this: "Can I marry you? I'll protect you better than Playboy Cardi. I'll play that side N-word, stepdaddy role. I'll play toe therapist, whatever role you want me to play." What? Okay. One of the guys from Migos, for sure. Uh, you think so? <laughs> you think? I don't know. Do I'm just yeah. That up. Okay. Somebody with 15 million followers offered her $15,000 to just talk with her or have a conversation. He was yeah, begging. Right. Begging. Yeah, right. Begging. You do more than talk. Okay. Some other, some other verified account with 16, with 6.2 million followers said, you need a poo bear and I'll like a jar of honey. What? Yes. <laughs> oh, okay. These okay. are the DMs Iggy Azalea gets. These are the DMs Iggy Azalea gets. But the thing is, these are all verified accounts with people like 30 million followers. Yeah. Like, who are they? Like, we know who these people are that are writing Iggy Azalea. Athletes. I bet you they're athletes. You think so? Yeah. 
You think they're athletes, yeah. huh? Basketball, football players? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, you think so? Yeah. Anyway, so she said that she will never, then people, like a lot of people want to protect her and a lot of people want to like take care of her child with her yeah, and yeah. You know, like all, all of this stuff. But um, but so somebody wrote her, hey, don't be shy, show us who they are. And then Iggy Azalea wrote back and said, they know who they are and this is as mean as I'm going to be. So, oh, yeah. To what? Like deter people from sliding I, into the DMs, I, I guess? guess I guess. I get like super annoyed. I guess. And then somebody now. else was like, do you usually block them after this? And she goes, no, nah, I just ignore them. Oh. <laughs> which, which as we know, which as we know, hurts even more, right? Hurts even more. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. So they found uh, Sean Mendez's. G wagon. Oh yeah! Remember last week when his Somebody, house got broken into, yes. he and Camila Cabello were at home. Yes, and the person realized that they were at home and swiped the keys to the G wagon, and off they went and bounced. And then they found the car in Beverly Hills. They found the guys. They didn't find the people. Oh, who took the car? But they found the vehicle. Yeah, and it was like totally fine. Like it wasn't ransacked. It wasn't damaged. Right. Nothing. It was just like parked in a neighborhood. Who found like a, it? That same woman that found Gaga's dogs? No, it's just like the um, police ended up fined again. God, that's an expensive car. I don't know if I could. Could you ever comfortably drive a car that somebody stole from your driveway and had it for like a week? Could you ever comfortably? I think I could. You think so? Yeah. I don't Why? know if I could. Like just wondering what, what happened in was there? happening in that car. Yeah. Soup the kitchen. Hmm. During the time that it wasn't in your possession? You know what I mean? <sighs> Soup Let's kitchen. That's all I'm saying. Like I don't know if I were, could. They were like joyriding and nah. like picked up a couple of skeezers. Nah, and like I don't know. I couldn't. Whatever. I was, I, one, one idea, it's a total violation, right? Like I would just feel weird. Yeah. Uh, and two, I don't know. I don't know what you're doing in there. What did you pick and where did you wipe it? <laughs> you know, I don't know what kind of, I don't know what kind of animal you, you are. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I take real good care of my things, but... Like, you know, I'd have to get the car detailed, for sure. Ugh. I've had my car broken into I'd a couple sell it. of times. I'd sell it. Like, they never, like, stole the car, but, like, they stole stuff from inside the car. Yeah. Like, I never... But I or, still... like, maybe they just... Or, like, maybe... I'd be so so worried. Like, did they steal it to install a microphone in it somewhere? Or something True. like that? Or, yeah. like, what did they do? How right? many times did they fart in my seat? Yeah. In like, my driver's yeah. seat? Yeah. Like, were they dressing up like me? And doing stuff with people who aren't Camilla, you know, like who knows what they were doing? Like in the driver's yeah, seat, or like just anywhere, anywhere in the car. Yeah, rubbing their things on other things. I don't know. I couldn't. <laughs> I couldn't. I don't know if I could do it. I don't know if I could redrive you, a stolen car. Sell it, sell I would car sell right it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if I'm Sean Mendez, yeah, 100. percent I'm selling it. I'm yeah. just gonna get a new one at that point. It's ruined. I can never be comfortable in it. Never, <laughs> never. Stuff never. And it on. Oh God. <laughs> The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. My knee sore. My cat scratched it this morning. Your knee? My knee. Yeah. When Left I sit or right? On, when I my right. When I sit on the toilet. First of all, okay. So when we run out of dry food, uh-huh. right, and they only have wet food, they turn into crackheads. Okay. Okay. Why and the wet stuff's like full of all they, the? No, they like the wet, but uh-huh. they like both. They okay. like a little bit of wet in one bowl, a little bit of dry in the other bowl. You don't just mix them in, in one bowl? No, 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 no. Oh. That does not work for these guys. Okay. But when we run out of one of them, yeah. they turn into crackheads. Really? Right? So I'm in the bathroom. The one cat breaks in, opens the door, 
And it's like the look, like their eyes are completely like dilated and uh -huh. they start making noises that they don't make. And it's like they're looking at you going, you got that dry food? You got, you got that dry food? Come on, man. You got that dry food? Yeah. And then they, and then he'll just like lean up on me and scratch me, like dig his nails into my bare knee because uh -huh. I'm nude. Right? And that, what, Maury? Good thing it's only your knee. Maury, the only thing Maury heard was because I'm nude. Yeah. Right? So anyway. Yeah. Maury's okay. making a note of the time. Yeah. So he can, yes. so he can send you a text tomorrow morning. So, you up, send nudes. Yeah. I know you're up, send yeah. nudes. It's like my cat. You got dry food? You got that dry food, man? Come on, man. Uh, and then so one cat breaks in and then the other two just wait outside. And then uh -huh. one outside leaves. Outside the bathroom? Outside the bathroom. They just sit by the, the, sit they by the door. They it all out, huh? Oh my God. They have a whole system, yeah, right? You go in first. You go in first. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you go in first, do yeah. the thing, hurt him if you need to, yeah. but whatever you do, come out of that bathroom with dry food, sure. right? And then, so I don't have any dry food. And then at this point, I start talking to the cats, uh -huh. right? I'm like, I have to go to work Yeah, on my way home. On my way, like re on my way home. I promise. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> wow, these I cats run your life, huh? Oh my God, they run my life. And then, so if, and then if we have dry food and then no wet food, it's I sit in the bathroom uh, naked in the morning, one of the breaks in, and then he looks at me with the dilated pupils and just goes, You got that wet food? Right? Like, so it's what did just, you do it doesn't you matter. Left? No, I just Would left you leave them. them? I, do they have wet food? They got food. They have food. They just don't have dry food. So anyway, my knee's sore, <laughs> <laughs> which which isn't good because um, I it's like I don't know I I don't know it's like it was a deep one yeah you don't have a cat right no you've been scratched by a cat never like you ever had a cat just like dig their claw into no. you no because it goes in like a needle right never. like they'll like just have the dog like yeah. get too excited and yeah. jump up and like scratch my arm right but right, it's never right. like um. It doesn't like break the skin. No, no, all. no. This is like they're like they little knives, little like it's needles, uh -huh. right? Like they just like stick it. I can feel it going like in my skin, yeah. right? Like Ooh. I'm suddenly the one with the needle problem, with the drug problem, and not them. Uh, but no, so my knee's sore, but I got to put polysporin and stuff like that on it. Otherwise, Catherine goes crazy. It gets all swelly and uh, everything else. Yeah, it's and then not she'll good. be like, "I told you so." Yeah, she'll be like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." And uh, and then somehow it's my fault that we don't have dry food, yeah. right? Like it's fine. I will, you know, deal with it. But I, I'm reasoning with cats this morning. That was my whole morning this morning. I did nothing else. Wow. Other, I did nothing else other than try and reason with my cats. And well, not one of them ever looked at me and went, "Dude, put some clothes on or yeah. something," right? <laughs> <laughs> Let's get that food. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. There's an auction that took place recently, video game auction, and a copy of Super Mario Brothers sold for a record number. Why? Record price. Why this one? I'm not going to tell you the price yet. I'll okay. tell you why. Okay. And then I want you to take a guess as to how much you think this sold for, okay? Mm hmm So it was originally purchased in 1986 as a Christmas gift, the year that the game came out. Okay. And the un unidentified seller said, it stayed in the bottom of my office desk this whole time since the day I bought it. I never thought anything about it. So still in its original packaging. Okay. Purchased the year it was released. Before I get you to guess, let me give you another bit of info. It is also one of the earliest copies of the game to be shrink wrapped instead of having a sticker seal. This is according to the auction company. 
This particular version of the game first went on sale in 86, but Nintendo changed the packaging in early 1987. So only a relatively small mm. number were sold. Okay? Is it so, Super, it's Super Mario, right? Is original that what it is? Super Mario Original Brothers, Super Mario Brothers. For original Nintendo. Okay. Original wrapping. And, has and rare wrapping. Rare wrapping. Completely rapping. rare. That changes everything. Yes. So now that you have all the information. How much did this one copy of Super Mario Brothers sell for? See, people pay incredible amounts of money for things. Like it, but it varies though. Like mm. this, like it could be like it could be seventy-five thousand dollars or it could be seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Like I'm never surprised when these prices get so out of control. But I think that I'm gonna go on the higher end, like okay. five hundred plus simply based on the fact that it was in what cellophane and not the sticker packaging yeah. like packaging matters right like all of this stuff matters to people six hundred and sixty thousand dollars and you can't play it no you, you can't, can't unwrap it you could that the rat you paid six hundred thousand dollars for cellophane yeah because that much. that's what made it worth that much yes um this shattered the old record which was only set last july uh, which was where what? A copy of the game sold for one hundred and fourteen thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah. Cellophane. Cell. You paid. You paid five hundred thousand dollars for cellophane. I have this game, but I opened it. Yeah. So you have something that is just worthless. Worthless. Oh, yeah. I know. Except for your own enjoyment. No, but I check eBay often for the three games that I have. But why? Just to see, like, because people are. I've read a story that people are bored and on eBay buying things. So I'm right. like, oh, maybe. Yeah, but those but games are so easy to come by right now. Like, you can go to like bucks. EB Games and get one. You can download them now. Yeah. Like if you have a Nintendo subscription, you can go and download those there's games no now. Val there's no extra value. To well, it. I checked the copy of Faxanadu that I have. Faxanadu? What is that? It's a medieval game where you trade your lady in for, like, drinks. Excuse me? <laughs> what? Yeah, you have to. And 1986 was a weird time, man. <laughs> it was a weird time. Did that come wrapped in cellophane too, Maury? It sounds like it did. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Roz and Mocha's DM. Deep dive. You wouldn't say that to your mama. So, why us? Oh, yeah. I love the DM deep dive, y'all. <laughs> uh, so, Deepa is here. All of our DMs are open, and Deepa is in charge, and every day we're going to try and get through as many of them as we can. Yeah, so I've been noticing that people are very, very concerned about your night terrors, and there's a ton oh, of God. advice that floods in. Okay. So, the first comment uh, comes from Shar, and she says, Hey, guys, I was listening to your podcast, and Mocha mentioned that he takes melatonin every weeknight. I do. And in my experience, taking melatonin, I've had the weirdest dreams whenever I took it, and then Taryn O also commented, uh, if you take too much melatonin, it will give you nightmares. So, Mocha, this could be the reason why you actually have nightmares. But here's the thing, though. Mm. I've been having nightmares and night terrors since before I've been taking melatonin oh. on the regular. It's only been like a few weeks, like maybe three, three or four weeks now that I've been like consistently taking mm. melatonin during the week. Yeah. But my night terrors have existed forever. Have you ever talked to somebody about them? About you my like, yeah, you no. know, like sat down with a doctor or anything like that. Mm -mm. You, you might. Why not? You I might feel like that to. might be helpful. Know. Yeah, because they're all weird. They're not like anything considered. Uh, I don't know. They're not like normal dreams. No. But that's why that's you should talk to somebody about it because they're not normal dreams. Yeah, like, there's there's like systems in place to help you with that, man. Yeah. Okay, help is available. <laughs> I have, like, scary dreams about monsters and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, maybe, I guess. But have you found that when you're taking melatonin, 
have your dreams intensified or is it at the same level? No, I would say it's at the same level of weirdness and scariness. Okay, now I want to know what's the scariest dream you've ever had? Probably the scariest is when I got shot. (gasps) Yes, in my dream, I was in my neighborhood, the neighborhood that I grew up in. And I remember I got shot like in the chest or the stomach area. And I was just like gasping for air. Oh, no. And I was laying on the driveway at my parents' place. And I remember like my mom running out and like grabbing me and I was just like gasping for air. And in the dream, I just, I, I was trying my best to say something mm-hmm. and I couldn't say, I couldn't get the words out. And then I woke up. Oh no. no. But do you wake up? Because you know, typically when you experience an impact in a dream, you like wake up. So you don't wake up. I didn't wake up at the, when I got shot. What? I woke up when I was gasping for air to try to speak. Okay, That's when I help. woke up. Yeah. Thank you, Deepa. Yeah. Thank yeah, you. I'm yeah. on Ross's side for yeah. this. Yeah. We'll call somebody for you. I'm I'm say, I'm, <laughs> Mocha says it with a smile. I'm fine. I'm fine. Yeah. 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 So, you sound it. You sound it. Yeah. You sound great. Anyway, yeah, healthy. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. Okay, this next comment comes from Adam. Um, Ross simply reminds me of the grumpy old man, Jay, from Modern Family. How dare dare he spoil shows? Closets, closets, closets. (laughs) How dare he spoil shows and then blame us for not seeing it? We are busy people, you know. You're not busier than I am. Oh, my God. I can get, what's that guy's name? Adam. Adam, I can guarantee you this. You are not busier than I am. Oh. Okay, and if I can watch Grey's Anatomy, you can watch Grey's Anatomy. So there you go. Adam. It's, the, it's the following day. I, I'm not going to get into this ever again <laughs> on this show. But anyway, um, I, I do not remind you of Jay from Modern Family. That's a great. Compa- you it's know, not a great comparison. And I love Modern Family, and I've never made that comparison, comparison before. But to but Jay, yeah. To Jay, that's great. That's no, it's good. not. I think good. it's quite it really accurate. Is. Oh, yeah, both of you. <laughs> yeah. Enough. Adam is on point with Un- his comment in the DMs. Yeah. <laughs> enough. Stop encouraging if, this. If it bothers you so much, you probably speak to somebody about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a good one. Stop it. Stop it. Next question. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> Um, this comment comes from Karen. I feel yeah. like Roz and Mocha should talk about this. So she sent a photo from Uberfax and it reads, dog owners take more photos of their pet than their significant other, according to U.S. studies. So what are your thoughts on that? Um, I probably do have more photos on my phone of our dog, Tig. Really? More yeah. than I do of Jenna. Yeah. 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 Is there uh, a reason for that? Like... He just does so many cute no, things that you can't probably. stop taking photos. You know what? It started when, um, because I would be at home with the dog all day when Jenna was at work. Like yeah. I'd get home from work and it's just me and Tig, right? And we'd go to the park, we'd go for walks, we'd just hang out all day. So of course I'd be like taking a bunch of pictures to send to her at work, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, that's my thing is that I have so many pictures of the cats on my phone but it's only because I take them because I send them to Catherine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Like it's when the cats are doing cool stuff, mm-hmm. right? I send them to her, but she takes pictures of me a lot. Catherine is like, she takes pictures of me with the cats. Like when Aww. I'm doing something cute with the cats, Catherine will take the picture. Like of me. what what is considered cute? Like what are you doing? What are you doing that's so cute with your cats? So I will, so like this one. I see one of my cats lying on the ground and then I decide to lie on the ground with the cat and then he snuggles up to my head and then I fall asleep. Aww. Like Catherine will, Aww. Catherine will take my picture. That's a good photo, especially because we can't see your face. Right. <laughs> Let me see. Oh, wow. <laughs> right. That's a real cute photo. That's a really right? cute Yeah, that's photo. really nice. Yeah, that's just like me. I've fallen asleep on the floor with the cat because if I lie down anywhere, I fall asleep immediately. Yeah. Right. It's like I, it's like I, I have some sort of condition. Are you, is that, are you sleeping on the floor there? Yeah. Oh. It's a picnic blanket. Oh, Okay. 
the picture, it looks like you've been murdered. What? You look like a dead body just laying there with your arms like that. Does right. it, look like <laughs> it is a cute photo nonetheless. Okay. It sure. looks like a crime scene. It doesn't look like a crime scene. I'm napping with my cat, yeah, man. It's very cute. Right? It's very cute, but I'm just saying, with the way your arms are positioned, <laughs> you look like a dead body. That's maybe why she took the picture, just in case she needed to alert somebody about it. Okay, anyway, that's the last time I ever share anything cute with either of you. Oh, that's really no, nice. share you more. No, no, you've ruined it. Share more, share no, more. No, 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 no. Yeah, no, I'm every done. time I come in now, I want to see a picture of you and your cat. Yeah, Mocha's not seeing it, though. <laughs> <laughs> Our DMs are wide open, so feel free to hit us up uh, if you need help looking for the Razamoka DMs. Uh, just search for Razamoka on Google, and you'll find all of our social channels there. Uh, load up the DMs with your comments and or questions, and we'll do this every single day. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Roz and Mocha got you. Hey, Angela, how are you? It's Roz and Mocha. Hi, I'm good, thanks. Welcome to it. Uh, what's going on with you? What's that, what's happening in your life? Uh, so I wanted to ask, how can I spice things up with my husband? Because it's been a while. Oof. Yeah, you wrote it says, Ross Mocha fixed my life. I got a seventh-month-old baby. My husband and I have zero romance right now. Uh, we did it once during the entire time since the baby was born. Before that, probably once or twice during the entire pregnancy. I feel like we're two friends who are raising a kid together. How do we rethink our romance, especially during this pandemic when we can't have babysitters uh, come over to the house or go out on a date? Hmm. Well, Angela, if it makes you feel any better... You are not alone, and you're not the only person that's ever been through this. Not me, though. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, listen, th- there are so many wonderful resources from people who have been in your situation. I think that the most comforting thing that you need to take a, to take away from all of this is that this is not specific to you. This is something mm-hmm. that most people go through without even having to deal with a pandemic that this is mm-hmm. this is a normal very normal transition um, after you guys have a kid and you're still exhausted and you're just not the people you were you're like you look at the kid and you wonder like how did that even happen yeah. Like, yeah, like, like, exactly. like you know what I mean it's like how did that even happen with the amount of times that we're you know doing it And uh, you got to sort of get back to that. But I think that there are tried and true things that are universally um, agreed upon by by people. And and one is you you has to be a commitment, you know, between the two of you. You both have to acknowledge that this is something that you guys got to get back to. It can't be one person pushing and the other person pushing back. Right. Um, The the, the first thing that has to happen is I think that it has to be a conversation between the two of you. Uh, People recommend scheduling it, like Mm. throwing it in the Google Doc Mm -hmm. or whatever it is and sticking and sticking to it. Um, I think that one of the other things that I've heard a lot of people do is it starts when you guys aren't even together and it starts with sexting, like going back to that. And, mm-hmm. you know, sending pictures and talking dirty to each other, you know, at inappropriate times when you're alone with the kid or he's at work or vice versa, mm-hmm. however your dynamic works in your house, like that kind of stuff, like just sort of, mm-hmm. you know, getting a little dirty, but it's, it, it's, it's, there's no commitment to it. It's not like something that you even need to sit yeah. down and talk about. It's just like something mm-hmm. during the day to, to kind of turn each other on. Right. Have you brought it up with him or has he brought it up with you? Like, what's the conversation like between the, the two of you? Um, I guess. 
he brings it up a lot yeah. and I'm kind of dismissive. So why are you so, why are, so you're the one that is sort of dismissive and reluctant, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess because I'm, my focus right now is just the baby. Sure. Right. And I'm just, just focused on that. And I'm not really thinking about us right now mm-hmm. and I'm tired. Yeah. You know, though, that your own sort of, yes, of course, you got to take care of your kid and you got to do all that stuff and you sound like mm-hmm. a great mom, um, but you, you will forget to do the things that are important for you and the things that are important to your relationship and your marriage um, will die a slow death. And you mm-hmm. guys will just get into a routine of where this is just no longer part of who you guys are. And everything everything takes commitment and everything takes your, your focus. You know, whether it's mm-hmm. raising the kid and making sure that they are, you know, happy, safe and healthy. But you have to make sure that you are as well. And he's got to make sure that he is as well. And you guys got to make sure that you guys as a couple um, are, you know, motivated to be the people that you want to be to raise this kid. And roommates mm-hmm. is not the ideal situation. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Is it because you don't feel sexy? Yeah. Yeah. There's a huge part of that too. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Does he think you're sexy? He he does think I am, but yeah. I kind of don't believe it. Why not? Because um, I'm kind of the heaviest that I've ever been, and just for some reason, in my head, I just think that's not possible. How could he think that I look good when mm-hmm. I don't feel it myself? But maybe he sees something different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Outside of all that, yeah, you know? he sees how you are as a mom. He sees how you are as a wife, and how nurturing you are, and how loving you are, and you know he finds all of that sexy, and you're an attractive woman to him. Like he just wants to be with you, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I think that you need to ease up on yourself a little bit. Mm-hmm. You just had a baby. Yeah, I think you got to. I think you got to ease up on yourself a little bit, and um, you are still very much that. Did you guys like? Were you guys? Have you ever had like a real wild sex life? Like when we were younger, yeah, we were high school sweethearts. So, yeah, we were on top of each other like all the time when we were younger. <laughs> yeah. But now I think it's kind of fizzled. But you're still that person, mm-hmm. you know, and that's what he finds sexy. Like he knows like when it comes to, to finding somebody sexy, it's it's really incredible when you go through the evolution, you know, with another person as a couple, because the thing that you find sexy is just their being like it's not even the the, the physical things that you see it's just it's this entire person that you are that winds mm-hmm. up being sexy like when you're when you're young sure you may be into this and you may be into that but after a while it's just you as a as just you as a human and that presence and that energy you have like that's what's sexy that's the connection that you want to make it's not about mm-hmm. you know it's not about what you look like then or what you look like now it's just the fact that you know you're this thing to him and he is to you and, and you've always been that way. Yeah. You know, so when he when he says, you know, hey, you're looking hot, don't don't get down on yourself. Mm-hmm. It's tough. Yeah. It's tough. It's tough. It's really hard. Yeah. But um, but I think that you you need to know you need to know who you are to him. And it's more yeah. than it's more than, you know, body changes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're a lot more than that. Yeah. You got this, girl. Oh, thanks. <laughs> All right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that does help a lot. Okay, and then tell tell him to tell him to to give him a you up send nudes text. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> there you go. Thank you so much. All right, thank you, guys. Roz and Mocha's fix my life on Kiss. You want to hear a story about how me and this B word fell out? It's kind of long, but it's full of suspense. <laughs> 
This is the Zola thread from, I don't know, how many years ago was this now? Six years, Six man. Six years ago. Yes. And, and how many tweets was this thread? It was 148. And it was the wildest story anybody, nobody thought it was real, first of all, no. that this girl Zola tweeted this insane story about going to Florida and like murder and drugs and pimps and everything else. And um, it was turned into a movie. And, and you sort of knew as you were reading it that somebody was going to capitalize this and turn the Zola thread into a movie because it was the most bonkers story anybody had ever read. The movie's been making its way around all the film festivals. It's slated to come out at the end of June. Uh, Azia Wells King, a.k.a. Zola, joins us on the Raza Moga Show. What's going on? I'm good. How are you? We're doing great. How do you sum this up? For somebody who is unfamiliar with your story, what is the way that you can just casually explain to people what it is we're talking about here without giving without giving too much away? But but sort of sort of take us through a little bit of this story and what you went through and how it wound up on Twitter. Um, OK, I was a waitress. Obviously, I worked at Hooters. I was 18, 19 at the time. And I was also dancing, uh, exotic dancing, stripping, pole dancing, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. I was doing that. And I met a girl who also did the same thing. And um, that same weekend I met her, she invited me to Florida. She said she danced there frequently and made more money than Detroit, our hometown. And so I went with her. And long story short, the girl was not very honest with me. Uh, we did not go to dance. She had a pimp at the time who basically their, their, her job was to lure other women to, to work for him. Right. And um, I just got caught in that trap. And so I basically wrote about how I maneuvered my way through that unharmed without being abused or raped or, you know, anything. I kind of, you know, mind over matter. So, um, yeah, I maneuvered my way through that situation. And once I came home and I processed it, I then told it to the Internet and they were very entertained. (laughs) And it's a wild story. There's a lot to this. This is a wild story. Um, So you saw the trailer? (laughs) Of course. What what were your thoughts? Well, you know, I've seen the movie a few times. So um, I think that they showed just enough to not give away a lot of the good stuff. Oh, really? Um, okay, then. But I love the trailer. I love it. Was this the was this the first sort of movie optioned from a Twitter thread? Because I hadn't heard of that ever happening before until you showed up. Yeah, it was actually the first Twitter story, Twitter thread as well. But yeah, yeah. this is the first Twitter adaptation of a movie, definitely. Now that you've seen the movie, you said you've seen the movie, Zola, uh, quite a few times. How close to your real life experience that you told all of us six years ago uh, through Twitter, how close is the movie to everything that you experienced? Well, I didn't even tell everything I experienced. So based off of how much I told, I'm going to say Janixa put in a good 80%. Really, huh? So you didn't even like tell like a little bit of what you didn't tell us to the people making the movie for it to be in the movie. She did. She did put a little bit that I didn't okay. tell you guys in the movie. She did. And there's some real great fan service, too, because there's moments in the trailer where the dialogue is pulled directly from your your tweets. That has to be weird to hear somebody saying sort of your words, right? Uh, yeah, it was. And that was kind of one of my things when I watched the movie, because they do. I don't want to give away too much, but they do use a lot of the tweets. And so every time she said something that I said verbatim, I was like, is that how I would have said that? No, I think Taylor did good. She nailed it. She's like my soul sister. 
Um, going yes. back six years now to the Twitter thread, the Zola Twitter thread, where you told your entire story or as much as you yes. would reveal to everybody. Uh, and it went viral. How soon after that did people reach out to you saying, we want to get the rights to this for either a TV show or a movie or a book or Listen, anything like that? That not, Before the story was even done, before I had even tweeted the, the, the thread in its entirety, yeah. my phone, I don't know how people got my number, but my phone and my email was ringing like, before you even finish this, like we, we need to talk. Wow. And I was like, oh, well, okay. So I like called my mom in the middle of everything. And I was like, should I keep going? Like people are calling and emailing me. And she's like, yeah, finish it. Go ahead. Keep going. I'm like, okay. Did we'll your, hold that thought. Did your mom know the story before you posted it on Twitter or did she find out about it? Like when of we all did. Of course she did. My mom she knew as soon as I got home from the airport because mm. I was distraught. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, she knew. So you've seen it twice. Is it a little like? Is it a little Spring Breakers? Is it a little sort of, like? What is it sort of like? What's the vibe of the film? The vibe is, is Spring Breakers um, uh, times ten. Oh God! Oh God! No! Oh! You weren't expecting oh, her to say oh, times, times ten. <laughs> spring Breakers meets Genixa yes. Bravo. You know, oh, Spring wow. Breakers. You know. <laughs> oh, Zola, no, not times 10. <laughs> I but, can't process yeah. that. Uh, ba based on what you told on Twitter and, and seeing the movie and being involved in the making of the movie, um, are you happy with it? Are you happy with what we are all going to get to experience collectively? I am happy with it. Yeah. I wouldn't know. There's nothing I could have done any different, mm -hmm. I think. And, so I'm very, very happy. And for anybody else who is a storyteller and they have a little bit of a following or a great story to tell, um, did you get paid for this? Like, did they pay you out? You doing okay? I am. Um, we, I have a contract, so okay. they didn't pay me out. I'm a part of the whole, the whole process. You are, I'll huh? be here the whole time. Okay. That's great. Because that's what people worry about, right? Is that, you know, you put something out there Absolutely. and it's so, it's so easy for somebody to just take what you wrote, change it a tiny little bit and then say, no, we didn't get that from you. Absolutely. But, uh, but yeah. no, this is, that's good to know. Good yeah. to know. Congratulations oh, on that. This is a story that can't Thank like, you. there's no way how you twist the story. <laughs> you can't. Bro. in any way alter it and not know that this is a story of Zola, right. No, right? I know. Yeah. Well, there you go. The uh, the Zola Twitter thread is now a movie dropping on June 30th. Zola, the real Zola, thank you very much for taking time out of your day to join us on the Roz and Mocha Show. Of course. Thank you for having me. Right on. You got it. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. I don't know if you saw this story, man. Let me read you this. I'm going to read as much of this word for word as I can because it's unbelievable. Okay. Uh, so a Chinese woman was was attending her son's wedding. Okay. When she was at the wedding, she identified the bride as her long lost daughter. The woman. The 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 white the mother of the the groom. A woman was at her son's wedding. Oh my god. So her, okay. her other kid was the the, yes. the the bride? Yes. The brother and sister? Yes. So Ma! she was at... She, okay. How do they so, not know? Okay. So she spotted a birthmark on the bride's hand and then approached the bride's parents and asked if she had been adopted 20 years ago. Yeah. The bride's family, they say, was baffled by the question because as it turns out, yes, she was right and it was a secret. However, oh, they, no, went, however, they went on to reveal yeah. that they had actually found the baby girl on a roadside several years ago and then they brought her up as their own daughter and nobody knew 
after hearing this story, of course, everybody became emotional. The bride burst into tears and she wanted to know more about her biological parents. And she described that moment of meeting her biological mother as, quote, happier than my wedding day itself. But here's the thing. The wedding happened. No, I couldn't. Because. Your brother and sister got married? Because. Because. Don't tell me because they were in love. No, when the girl, when the baby went missing. Yeah. Left on the side of the road. Who knows what happened? Yeah. The biological mother looked forever to try and find her. Okay. Couldn't find her. Yes. Then adopted a baby boy. The baby boy. Oh, so the, the baby hell? boy then grew up, met the his mother's biological daughter, fell in love and got married. So they wound up getting married because yes. Technically, they are sort of brother and sister, but they're not actually biological brother and sister. So the wedding was allowed to take place. Oh, my God. <laughs> Maury, get my checkbook and find me how to call China because what? I need to buy the story. A story. Right? Can you believe that? Well, no, I don't have to watch the movie. Yeah. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, apparently, Mocha, uh, all your dreams have come true. With uh, Tyler Perry may be doing a prequel to Medea. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Real talk. Yes. No cap. Yeah. I have never seen a Medea movie. Me neither. What? Yeah, I'm looking. <laughs> <laughs> I've never. I've never seen a Medea movie. Never seen no. a Medea movie. Never seen a Medea movie. Shem. What's wrong with you guys? Oh, I, what's I, wrong with me? Because I, cho- I choose to spend my life Medea free, and I'm the one with the problem. <laughs> Do you know how good those movies are? <laughs> you know, I don't. Okay. I actually no, don't. I don't. And I know every no. single time a Medea movie comes out in theaters, yeah. it shoots straight to number one. Yeah, and yeah. makes like millions upon millions of dollars. Right. And Tyler Perry has built his entire life, his entire career, his entire bank account on all these Medea movies. And I have yet to see a single one. You no. guys will spend four hours on a Justice League movie that you Don't. admit is a waste of time. Yeah. So you will not spend an hour and five minutes on a beautiful... <laughs> <laughs> That's a short-ass movie, <laughs> dog. Listen, listen. I've been, I've been wrong before, right? Uh-huh. I've, I've judged books by their cover and have been wrong, right? Yes. But I look at Medea the same way I used to look at Guy Fieri, Right. <laughs> Oh. Uh, my life is fine without him in it. <laughs> oh. Right? Yeah. My life is fine. I don't need to spend a lot of time getting involved in that. Shirts? No. But I was wrong about him. He's actually a great guy. Maybe I'll get into Medea. Uh, anyway, so wait. So uh, they're doing what? A prequel. A, are you interested in that show? Hell yes. Okay. okay. There we go. Um, he said that uh, it'll be when she moved to Atlanta in 1972. When she set the city and the world on fire, I guess that's going to be the uh, the the plot to the long-awaited Medea prequel. Sounds lit. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Roz and Mocha DM deep dive. I regret this already. Welcome back, Deepa Prashad. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? We're doing good. Um, so the DMs have been blowing up, and the DMs have been going wild. Yes. And there is quite the uh, 
the wide range of conversation <laughs> yeah. that takes place. It's so surprising. It's like a scale of one to ten on the scale of randomness. When I'm yeah. going through, I'm like, what goes through people's mind when they're like texting or like DMing us? So, okay. Okay. So the first one, anonymous. You oh, know these God. are good. You know we these always are good. say, stop <laughs> leaving anonymous. Like, leave your name. Okay. Okay. I know. I really want to know who these people are. So the comment is, pre-COVID, I wanted to eat out with Dammit Mori, work out with Mocha, yeah. and make out with Rod. Excuse but me. But post-COVID, I keep the first two and settle for a wink from the smooth, oh, cool no. dude. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't want to make out with you anyway. <laughs> is it because they're anonymous? <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, geez, thanks, I guess. Yeah, yeah I, I guess it's a compliment. I, I don't know how else to take that. So they wanted to what? They wanted to eat out with Maury, yes. right? Work out with Mocha and make out with me, correct? Yes, make out with that you. That was pre-COVID. That's pre-COVID. Yeah. Right. Well, it's a different time then. But like, now I'm, I, I'm, I'm confused post-COVID. Like, why, why is it changed? Why can't the make out still happen? Like, that's what I'm curious to know about. Well, I think people just are trying to be safe and maybe I look unsafe. <laughs> <laughs> All your unsafe droplets. What's that, Maury? Also get in line. Also get in line, yes. That's why. Why do you think Maury's working out so hard? <laughs> oh, my gosh. But I'm kind of curious. What's your workout routine like? Because there's a lot of people Mocha. who actually say they want to work out with you. Oh, God. Well, right now, we have a Peloton at home. Oh, sick! So, right now, it's a lot of cardio. It's a lot of biking. Yeah. And then, from time to time, I will do, like, weight stuff. I'll do, like, 30 minutes of strength training. How do you like the Peloton? Is it actually it. motivating? Because it really is. I love it. Yeah. I use it all the time. And is it worth? Because it's expensive, right? It is. How yeah. much, what do you mean it's expensive? Like the exocycle itself is expensive? Yeah, it's like three grand. What? Plus, plus, don't you have to pay a monthly membership? Yeah, fifty-five dollars. But if you're using it, like I use it every day. We're using it every day, Fair. and it's more than just the bike. Like I do my strength training through the Peloton app. I use the meditation portion through the app. I do like the body weight workout stuff through the app. So oh. I'm use I'm using the 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 program, the the Peloton program outside of the bike. I'm using all aspects of the program every single day. So That's... I see value oh. in in using but it. But do you right? remember when you could do all those things and not have to pay $50 a month? You you worked out for years without I paying I know, but I would have to pay more than that in gym memberships no, to just, go and use all the equipment. Uh, but, have you heard of Fit for Less? No, yeah, 20 you just, bucks a month. You, you get a couple you get a couple dumbbells at home, right? Yeah, I have dumbbells at yeah, home now. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. you know but what I'm saying is do you remember when you could do that at Absolutely. home and not pay and now we're convinced that we need to pay $50 a month to I work out at home. I've always been this way pre pre everything. I've always been the type where I need someone to kind of either show me or tell me or motivate, demonstrate or do, help uh, motivate me or yeah. show me what I'm doing right versus uh, wrong and that's just been in my mind. Is it live is, people that you're talking to or is it all on tape? You are, so they have classes where they're on demand classes. Okay. Uh, and then they have live classes that live. you could participate in <laughs> where the instructor, if they see your name up on the board there, yeah. right, on the display, they may shout you out. You can't talk like back can to them. Can they see oh, you? They wow. can't see you. No, no, no. Are you sure they can't see you? Yeah, no, they can't see you. bike somewhere. You know it. 100% Deepo. <laughs> yeah. They can't see you. 100%. Catherine would never allow one of those things in the house. Never. 
Catherine would never allow one of those things in the house. <laughs> she doesn't even like that I can talk into my remote and say what television show I want to watch. Because does she really? think people are listening? Hundred percent. We times? have none of that in the house. We have no smart tech in the house. Really? At all? Yeah. Um, she the 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 camera on her computer is disabled. Yeah. Um, mm. Everything. Like there's no there's no Siri. I've never used Siri on the phone. It's never even turned on on a phone. Wow. There, really? There's no, wow. no 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 none of that. She won't allow it at you all. You and I are the complete opposite. Yeah. I have everything is automated. Really? <laughs> all my devices are listening to me. No. Yes. No. Absolutely. No. Absolutely. Like when you're lonely at home, you're just talking to your smart tech, asking your yeah. random yeah. questions. Like, I'll, I'll pick up the remote and go, Grey's Anatomy. And Catherine goes, shh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right, what else you See, got? even you guys are on opposite ends of the spectrum yes. when it comes yeah, to randomness. Um, next question comes from Danny. Can you please play Snapped this week? No. No. Why? Because I hate the game. Oh, you oh, hate it? Yeah, yes. Wait, you don't. Have you ever put the bands around no, your neck? No, I don't do that, Deepa. Don't See? even go down so that road. So why do you hate it? Yes, exactly. I feel like Mocha is allowed it, to hate no, it. No, Every fine. single time we play Snap, Deepa, for like three, four days after, I have bruises on my oh, neck. no. The yeah. last time we played, I had a, actually no, the last two times, I had a raised welt, oh two lines gosh. on my neck, and they hurt so much. Yeah, so, like hickeys. They yeah, look like I'm hickeys. not. Maybe people think that, oh, like, oh, hell yeah, they do. Hell yeah, they do. I am not ready to play yeah. Snap. Danny, we love you. This is the same Danny that listens to the show and messages us all the time. <laughs> love you, but we will not be playing Snap again this week. First time Mocha's ever said no. Wow. It really is. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. It's the first time you've ever said no. You've yeah. never, oh, there you go. you've never said no to a game request. <laughs> never. No, I'm, I'm not ready yet. Never. Yeah, okay, enough. one All more. Right. One more, Deepa. All right. So this comment comes from Hashi. Uh, I've always wanted to let Roz know that he looks like a pretty version of Howard Stern. I listened to the podcast and would love to hear his reaction to this. He kind of looks like him too, and has a younger blonde wife. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there you go. Oh, the similarities. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you used to work on the Howard Stern show. Did you? I, yeah, I did years ago. Um, but I, we're both tall, and I, 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 I think that the I don't really see anything physical similarities. But I think maybe because we're tall and grumpy. <laughs> <laughs> I think that that's where people might draw some sort of similarity. <laughs> but other than that, and having a younger hot wife, sure, we're identical. <laughs> where did that comment come from? Hashi. All right. Thank you very much, Hashi. Thank you to everyone for submitting your DMs. Get into our DMs. Just search for Razamoka uh, on Google, and you'll find all of our, our social platforms and, and slide into the, to the, those DMs. And Deepa will read them to us every single day. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Apparently, there was a huge leak on OnlyFans. What do you mean? Um, like 200, I don't know. What do you call them? Creators? Do they call Like, are they OnlyFans creators? Is that what sure. they Yeah. Accounts? I don't know. Account holders? Yeah, but there was a shared Google Drive that was on a sort of low-level, low-tier hacker forum. Yeah. And definitely Bella Thorne stuff was in there. We know really? that. Really? Yeah, 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 oh. yeah. But there was 200 So other, what information is there? Just pictures. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, no, no. Like when when stuff from OnlyFans leaks and their Google Drive is created, it's like content from their OnlyFans. Okay, so it's not like their that, personal information. No, people would rather have the pics than the, yeah, than the phone true, number. What true. are you going to do with Bella Thorne's phone number? What are you going to do with Bella Thorne's pictures? Right. Right? People want the pics. They don't want the info. So no, nobody Bella, needs her, her her SIN number. So <laughs> Bella Thorne, her photos were all there. Yeah, yeah. Have you ever had a leaked photo? 
You ever had something like that? You ever no. had something? No. Somebody Never. take something or mm-hmm. get into your phone and email them a picture of you or anything like that? No, at least nothing that's ever come back to bite me in the ass. No. So this How about you? Is, um, no. Um, come back to me. Okay. Maury. This was, uh, the Google Drive was only from October 2020. Okay. Well, so who you, else? Any other you, names that we would know? No, there was no other names released. Oh, it's only but, Bella Thorne. No, no, no. It was a 200 people. 200 people. But listen, you could be a star. You could be the biggest star in the world on OnlyFans, and I will still have no idea who you are. Sure. Right? Like, I don't know who the stars are. I don't, it's just like, I don't know who the stars are on TikTok. Yeah. Right? I, you know, I hear their name once, and I'm like, you know, suddenly they got a, you know, three-picture deal with Paramount. And I'm like, really? That's yeah. who that person is? Okay, cool. Like, I don't know. I don't know who any of these people are. Have you ever had a picture leak, Maury? I've leaked my own. Oh, true. Right. What? <laughs> I did a whole nudie photo shoot. You did a nudie photo shoot? Back in the... But it wasn't like on... It was... It was the, like actual pictures. Right. Like, like film. Like film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where he, oh. had, them, where he had them developed, right? Oh, wait. Was, was that the, the Sherlock one? hat and the martini glass? Yeah, and Scott... We had Scott McGilvery look at them. Right. So it was... And, and why you did you... like bending over on a speaker or something? <laughs> <laughs> Holding a martini glass and a cigar. Yeah. Weird. He was the... And, and, and the funny... This was the back when he was the only fan. <laughs> right? <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Oh, did you see um, Charles Barkley over the weekend? So mm-hmm. he was doing the NCAA games, and the first thing he did was just, like, start railing against the NCAA. It was incredible. Like Char- I don't know. Charles Barkley trends every single week. It's really, really wild. So the first thing he was talking about, because somebody was going off, one of the other panelists was going off on the NCAA rules and everything else, and then Charles just shut it down, and he said, the NCAA, they're like the Barney Fife of the world. They do an awful job of administrating. We've got guys on tape paying players three years ago, and they ain't said nothing about it. So he's saying this while covering NCAA games. And then um, he started talking about uh, race and politics and his feelings and this is the clip that went viral over the weekend man i think most white people and black people are great people i really believe that in my heart but i think our system is set up where our politicians whether they're republicans or democrats are designed to make us not like each other so they can keep their grasp of money and power they divide and conquer i truly believe in my heart most white people and black people are awesome people but we're so stupid following our politicians, whether they are Republicans or Democrats. And their only job is, hey, let's make these people not like each other. We don't live in their neighborhoods. We all got money. Let's make the whites and blacks not like, like each other. Let's make rich people and poor people not like each other. Uh, let's, let's scramble the middle class. I truly believe that in my heart. Hmm. What are your thoughts on that? So, did... He, did Charles Barkley covering the NCAA, Mm -hmm. did he go in with all this stuff in his mind already? It always comes up. Yeah. Like knowing that he's going to talk about it. I I just think that this is just the stuff he thinks about. Like, I don't think he has any sort of crazy agenda. I just think that this is, I mean, because like, listen, race and everything else in in America is just a topic of conversation all the time. And I just think that Charles Barkley, the reason he trends is because I think that his opinions on things are maybe a little bit... 
unusual for what you're used to hearing. Yeah. And it's wild because he's like when you listen to when you when you listen to it, it's sort of level headed and he, yeah. he's he's you know, he's obviously thought a lot about it and he sees the world the way that he sees the world. But when you say something which is fairly middle of the road, like what Charles Barkley had just said, nothing he said was radical. But when you say something like that, you immediately become a darling for conservatives. Yeah, I guess because it, this it, is sort of their this is sort of their play. But there was nothing that he said that was that was overtly you know controversial or conservative in any way. But it's always taken that way. Like I wonder if it's because of the 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 platform. Like it would have been one thing if he said it on let's say CNN or just like any news show, yeah. as opposed to covering a major sports event. Yeah, sports this is what event, he does right? though. He does no, this he, all the time. Right, but I don't yeah. know if uh, when asking Charles Bar to cover the NCAA, there's so much other news surrounding the excitement of the NCAA, yeah. which is completely uh, a different type of excitement from the NBA. Maybe yeah. they thought they were going to get something else yeah. from but, him. Sure, right? but this is that. I mean, you can go back and say, you know, just talk about sports, but you're not going to get Charles Barkley just talking yeah, about sports. No. Like he's, he's Charles they, Barkley. Maybe right? that's why they asked him to be a part of it because yeah. they know that he's not so, just going to exactly talk about. Yeah, sports. yeah. But it's but it's wild how you can say something that is a sort of like, you know middle of the road like that, but you know you become a over the weekend uh, you know a conservative darling. It's yeah. really wild. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Hear that clip of Morgan Freeman telling everybody to get a shot? No. Wear a mask? Yeah. Really? Anytime somebody's got something where they need they need to dad you, and somebody's got a little bit of money, some kind of budget, they always yeah. go to Morgan Freeman because people just trust him so much, right? I'm Morgan Freeman. I'm not a doctor, <laughs> but I trust science. And I'm told that for some reason people trust me. So here I am to say... I trust science, and I got the vaccine. If you trust me, you'll get the vaccine. In math, it's called the distributive property. In people, it's called taking care of one another. Get the vaccine. Help make our world a safe place for us to enjoy ourselves again. Please. (laughs) Yeah. Come on, man. It's that please at the end. Like, that is a... Morgan Freeman's please at the end of that is like a please I've never heard him say before. Help make our world a safe place for us to enjoy ourselves again. Please. Oh, come on, Morgan. You're breaking my heart, dog. The way he said please, you're right. You are absolutely right. Please, please. Please. <laughs> like he's begging you. Morgan Freeman is begging people. They always like it's so manipulative too with Morgan Freeman. And Completely. I think that, I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that, you know, he has played God, right? So they're always yeah. able to use that in whatever headline. But they always pair it up with, you know, some sort of sad music behind them. Even when he's being sort of jovial. Like at the beginning of that, he's like, you know, people think people trust me. I don't yeah. know why. I'm Morgan Freeman. I'm not a doctor. But I trust science. And I'm told that for some reason people trust me. <laughs> right? Like, how are you going to not want to get the vaccine? Right? Like, I could show up today. I know. I'm like, Morgan sent me. I know. Anytime anybody has... Like, both arms. You anything, stick the needle in my butt. Right? I don't care. Oh. Morgan said so. Listen, if Morgan Freeman said the only way to get the vaccine is if you get injected in your butt. Yeah. And he ended it by saying this. Please. I'd be like, ah, uh, yeah, <laughs> both cheeks, bro. I'd be crying. Of course <laughs> I feel more yes. Hold I'll listen be- to you. Hold my belt. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. People are turning on Tiger King. 
Why? Yeah, exactly. Really? So last. Gave us a class. Hold on. Before you. (laughs) Okay. They're turning on the guy that gave us an instant classic like this. Yeah. Also, this is clearly not Joe Exotic singing. Tell them that the tiger. I know. It's because it's his soul that's singing. So, Joe Exotic still had his sort of fans who feel that he was wronged and they kind of stand by him and all that other stuff. They were buying his underwear. They were buying his sneakers he dropped a couple weeks ago. So, last night on one of the BBC stations, uh, Louis Thoreau, who is a documentary filmmaker. I don't know if you've ever seen any of his stuff. He's awesome. Mm -hmm. He did a documentary an interview back in, I think it was like 2011, maybe 2009, 2011 with Joe Exotic. Okay. It was, he was doing a documentary on like people who owned wild pets or something like this. And one of the people he talked to in the documentary was Joe Exotic. And even back then, this whole thing with Joe Exotic and Carol Baskin was still very much at its peak, yeah. right? When his like his level of rage um, was at its uh, at its most at his most extreme. And in 2018, we know that Joe Exotic was convicted of 17 federal charges of animal abuse and two counts of attempted murder for hire in a plot to kill Carol Baskin, which he denies. Right. So there's two clips that Louis Thoreau released last night from an interview that he did in like 2009, 2011. Uh, the first one is Joe Exotic sitting in his office talking about Carol Baskin and how much people wanted her dead. And wow. he's going online looking at names. And as he's looking at names, he tells the guy, the camera crew, to turn their camera off. Uh, they don't. And this is what he says. Okay, put, put, put the camera off. I want to show you how camera. serious this is getting. Okay. <clears throat> people are so fed up with it that this guy right here is a hitman in Tampa, Florida. No. And he's gotten off of every hit he's ever done. And people are considering it. That's how to control this. Is so what? he's talking about looking up this hitman in Tampa, Florida. Okay. Then later on, and keep in mind, this was a thing about wild pets, but it, uh, everything that Joe Exotic did turned into his hatred for Carol yeah. Baskin. So this is another part of the interview that was never released before where Joe Exotic was talking about what if Carol Baskin and her crew came to his zoo to try and shut them down. This is what would happen. Before they run me out of business, I'll guarantee you these animals aren't going to be the only thing euthanized. <laughs> you got that on camera. So still America. We're still allowed to bear arms. By God, I ain't scared of using Anybody that come in here want to want to disrupt what's going on here? You betcha. I don't think you really want to put that out there. I don't really care. <laughs> wow. Clearing up. Wow, Joe Exotic. Right? Yeah. So the, he you know, aired then, these clips. These these clips have never never seen the light of day. And it's uh, like 10, 11 years now. Yeah, they uh, they wow. aired them last night. So the reaction was like extreme. Right so, now, and people went from Bob wanting to buy Tiger King underwear yeah. to like, no, seriously, dude, rot in jail. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Lil Nas X has had quite the past week and a half where every single day. Uh, His new song, Montero, is being talked about, whether it's the actual song or the music video Mm -hmm. or just Lil Nas X in general. 
every single day. And it paid off because this song got so much attention that it debuted at number one on the Billboard Hot 100. Crazy. Um, his first time debuting at number one. And he tweeted, y'all told a 19-year-old who had just escaped the lowest point of his life that he would never have a hit again. Obviously talking about Old Town Road. Yeah. You told him to stop while he's ahead. He could have given up. But four multi-platinum songs and two number ones later, he's still here. Thank you to my team and to my fans. Uh, in a separate tweet, Lil Nas X said, I hope my haters are sad. I hope they're crying. I want your tears to fill my Grammy cup. Yeah, there you go. Uh, of course, Old Town Road spent 19 weeks. Which is crazy. At number one on, on Billboard. And listen to this. Lil Nas X back in June of 2020 recorded a video of himself okay. to himself in the future. Okay. Back then, the video was meant to congratulate his future self on a future number <laughs> one song. Okay. Which didn't exist back then. Right. Obviously, back then, the idea of continuing to make music was still there. Of course. But you can't predict if or when a song that you wrote and performed would no. hit number one. No. So in anticipation of all of that, almost a year later, this is what Lil Nas X released. Hello, Lil Nas X. In the future, the last video I recorded was super sad, and the sound quality was <laughs> So I took it as a sign. <laughs> now I'm making this new video. This new video. And I want to say I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you, yeah, congratulations. You deserve all the good that's happening to you right now. You deserve all that on God. I'm proud of you push through because I... <laughs> this one gets me. <laughs> it's been a lot of shit. Wow. <laughs> so that's a little Nas X almost a year ago recording a video to his future self to congratulate himself on hitting number one on the Billboard charts. Right. Which <laughs> he did with the new song Montero. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Um, John Cena on the Ellen Show today. Oh, hold on a second. Yes, my uh, guy, John Cena. John you know, for good. the longest time, real quick, sorry yeah, to interrupt. No, go ahead. I hated, hated John Cena. As a wrestler, right? With a passion, yeah. You hated the character? Because he had that feud with The Rock, and I was right. just like, always like on The Rock side. Gotcha, gotcha, So for gotcha. the longest time. Yeah. Did you know, forever ago, before I hated John Cena, yeah. I actually liked him. Because. Okay, okay. yeah. I ran into the ring with John Cena at an event once. Really? Into a WWE ring, yes. Really? Yeah. Doing what? I was accompanying him. He was a rookie. He was like brand new to the business. Yeah? To WWE. Okay. And they were holding an event in the city that I lived in 
prior to here. Okay. And they were like, hey, there's this new kid. His name's John Cena. Do you want to run into the ring with him? Who said this? Like the you, were, you were, But you were on like their, their call list of people. I went, that no, because we were giving away tickets to the event. Oh, okay. At the radio station yeah. I was at. So and I ran into the ring with John Cena. Like into the ring or to in, the ring? No, into, into the ring. Into the I ring? I got into the ring. Climbed up on a turnbuckle and everything. No, you did not. I did. Who was he fighting? In, Do you remember? Some jabroni, ah, some right? Jabroni, yeah. yeah, yeah. Some jobber who lost, mm. right? Did Cena win? Of course he did. Yeah. He had wow. me in this, in this corner. Jeez. My anyway. goodness. So uh, what so did you say? He was on he's, Ellen. He's got two big movies coming out. He's got Fast 9. He's got Suicide Squad. Uh, but the big story is that he will, and this is like the first time in a very long time, uh, will have nothing to do with WrestleMania this weekend. And WrestleMania is this weekend. It's going to be the first time that you've missed WWE, how, how does that feel to you? So yeah, this is the first time in a long time I won't be able to be at WrestleMania. And it's, it is bittersweet, but at the same time, I don't consider the entire picture of the industry revolves around me. It is not Planet Cena, it is the WWE. And I know WrestleMania will be a spectacular Can you pause this for event. one second? Can you pause this for one second? What did you wear when you walked into the ring with John Cena? Oh, just jeans and a tee. That's all you wore? Yeah. You didn't want to do it up? Like with, you didn't no, have a costuming was, or anything like he that? He was wearing, what was he wearing? He was wearing... I believe Reebok pumps. Yeah, and jorts. Right, and you didn't. Uh, you didn't I didn't put, match. No. no, you didn't. Uh, uh-uh. you didn't want to wear the jorts or anything like that. No. no. Okay, I'm just curious. Anyway, sorry. Silly question. My bad. That? Okay. You know, as as my time comes to a close, as I'm I'm turning 44 pretty soon, uh, I will still be active, but certainly not as active as I have been in the past. Uh, I wish I could be there, but those spots are earned, and I think everyone performing has earned a spot. Yeah, just like Mocha. Right? right, I earned that spot yeah. in WWE ring. Come on now, the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. So the uh, final episode of the Demi Lovato docuseries, I believe, dropped yesterday, and right. the conversation she was on uh, TMZ yesterday, um, and the conversation now is. A lot of people who have sort of been through recovery and been through similar things um, weighing in on Demi's use of the California sober lifestyle, I guess, where she no longer is doing hard drugs, um, but she does still smoke weed and drinks. And one of the people who talked about it yesterday was A.J. McLean on his podcast and this is what aj had to say with this quote-unquote california sober approach and coming from myself that doesn't work and basically what this sounds like to me is someone who's just really not a hundred percent ready to be completely sober um i mean it's a very dangerous approach um and i'm and I'm just shocked after what I've learned about her, the fact that she's had three strokes, a heart attack, overdosed, and this is this is where the path that she wants to take. And look, I I respect her wanting to do to do her, to do her thing. I get that. But at the same time, you know, surrounding yourself with people that are yes men and yes women that will just do whatever you ask is not that's that's not gonna not gonna help you really get through this thing. And it's really looking like that too. It's it's I'm I'm questioning the whole docu series to begin with. I know at the beginning of it when she looked like she was doing well and was you know in full recovery and all this other stuff. I thought it was a great idea because a lot of times stuff like this helps people with recovery. 
Sure. Um, but it's looking like the people that she has in her life now. She got rid of the crack dealers, um, but the people in her life who you had assumed would be great for her, it's looking more and more like they're not. And so Demi was on TMZ yesterday when uh, Harvey Levin asked her about this uh, California sober. The conventional way of recovery was also was invented in the 1930s. So we're talking a program that's almost 100 years old. It has not worked for every single person that has tried it. When I'm feeling like the bottom is falling out from underneath me, um, I was like, it's just a shame that like I don't have something that I could lean in towards in those moments. And I was like, I don't understand why like why I can't just like pick up a joint. I had open, honest conversations about what I was looking for and um, with my treatment team. And I found that I found that middle path, that kind of gray area with food. And I wanted to find it with substances as well. And I feel like even though I call it a very gray area, it's a very green area. (laughs) And, um, and that's, is what I'll say about that. So did she just say that I don't want to do drugs, but in those moments when I really need to do drugs, I'd like to do drugs. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty much it her philosophy, like she, right? She's she knows the dangers, right? Because she's of everything ready. everything she's experienced. She still wants to do drugs. Like right. she still wants to do things, but she won't yeah. ever, I guess for right now, she won't ever She's go ready. to the extreme of what she had that put her in those situations before. And, and the safest thing, I guess, for her in her mind right now is to be able to smoke weed and maybe drink a little bit, but not in excess of... There is no little bit, though. What she was doing before. There is right. no little bit. Yeah, I don't we've, know. Exa- I don't know what like little bit for Demi Lovato means, you we, know what I mean. It, it ends. It ends with it ends with crack, yeah. right? That's that's the the sort of deal with it. We've seen this before, and it and it's it's real crazy to me that you know she has now surrounded herself with people that are sort of buying into this, which is somebody who claims to be in recovery but is not actually really in recovery. Like because like, maybe this everybody is, else. This is, is, is this not like is this not Amy Winehouse to you, where we're all just sitting around watching it happen? I guess because everybody else, or the people that she's you know chose to surround herself with are looking at it, maybe the way Demi Lovato looks at it, where it's just weed. Right. But let me tell you something, okay? The one, anybody who knows anything about addicts, there's one universal thing that binds all addicts together, and that is they lie. Mm -hmm. All addicts lie. So you think maybe she's doing more? No, it's you, 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 you lie about everything. You lie, like everything is a half truth, right? Yeah. And it, to me, this just seems like we've seen this before where we all stand around and trust that somebody knows best. Yeah, but nobody around her. And they surround her. themselves with the people that know best and then it all goes to hell. Yeah, but nobody around Again. her is going to no, no, step I in know. and say anything right no, now, I know. right? It's wild. Especially since the success of the documentary. She released an album. <laughs> Right, she's got a couple well, songs out right now. Know. It makes me nervous. The whole thing makes me nervous. Yeah, I feel yeah. You. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Roz and Mocha's DM deep dive. Things get weird in three, two, one. Ah, oh, this is always so much fun going through the DMs with Deeper Prashad. Hello, hello. Are you guys excited for today's set of DMs? Yes, ready, Woo-hoo. absolutely ready. All right. So the first question is from an anonymous person. Um, they say, "Hey, Mocha." 
Have you ever seen these try not to react challenges on TikTok? Whenever I hear DJ Climax's dance hall mixes, I can't help but move. So you have that island blood too, and I know this would be a struggle. Please do this challenge for social media. What is it? I don't even know what that I is. I haven't seen it. Basically... It's like this trend on TikTok. You film yourself listening to music and yeah. you have to literally not react to it. So if they're playing some like real old school dance hall or whatever it is, Ooh. you cannot react. You can't move. You can't dance. No facial expressions. Oh, I'd lose nothing. that challenge right away. Would you? Yeah. It's yeah. An, you're Absolutely. incapable of not dancing, huh? Absolutely. Not moving yeah. around? No, I couldn't do it. Really? But yeah. maybe you should just film it and try to no, see. No, I couldn't do it. I tell you right now. Yeah, you I'd lose fail? that challenge. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Like, Automatically? Like what's, the, what's the, the one in that genre? What is something that somebody could play right now where you your shoulders would immediately oh. just start bopping? Like oh. what's the, name, name the track. Name the track. Oh, it would what? definitely, definitely be anything by Supercat. Oh, Supercat's really good. Yeah, anything by Supercat. Really, My huh? body would just, yo. Yeah, Are you? About um, it. Do you bubble? Do you what catch is, a bubble? What does that mean? <laughs> I have not bubbled in a long time. What's bubbling? <laughs> Hold on a second Google it. Here. Watch a video, Ross. No, what does that mean, bubbling? What does that mean? You ever the... seen? Is it the butt? <laughs> <laughs> is it the butt? It's not a word for Do you remember when on this show when I found out what Pum Pum shorts were? What? Yeah. Oh my God, Rose. Yeah, man. I had no idea. That's what I love about this show. It has opened me up to so many different cultures. All backgrounds and everything else. It's been an education for me. I can't believe those words just came out of Rose's We didn't have that. We didn't have that grown up where I grew up. No, it's just shaking shaking your hips yeah. side to side. And oh, making that okay. Ass I got so you. Like, yeah. I got yeah. you. Okay. It's a bubble. Yeah. yeah. Um, next question is from Chris. If Roz had to fill in for DJ Climax for a day, what would he spin? Oh, oh there you go. Uh, I would do my best to spin whatever DJ Climax would spin because I think that that's what the audience comes for mm -hmm. and that's what we would have to give them. And but you so wouldn't like throw in know. like a track or two of your own, something that you really, really dig. Yeah. Something that would make you want to catch a bubble. Like what's... <laughs> Catch a bubble. What's, what's on your playlist? What makes me catch a bubble? Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Okay, I can't even say this in a straight face. Uh, I, the last time I caught a bubble was a while ago. Uh-huh. Jeez, um, uh, I don't even know. I, I don't even know. Like, what would I What would I play? I don't know. Like, I like stuff. I like music. Mm. Don't, don't think I don't. But I do. You just can't name anything no, right now. I'm fine with music. I'm okay. Like, in general. I'm, yeah, I'm fine with it. I'm fine with it. Like, I listen to... But like if I go home and I'm listening to music, uh, I, you know, will just really just like put on some sort of playlist from Italy or something like that where I'm, or, or Mexico. I oh, listen wow. to like a lot of like, like, like just Mexican celebration -y kind of oh, stuff. Yeah? Really? yeah, I do. Yeah, I like it. It puts me in a good mood. It's just like around Christmas. I like to listen to reggae. Yeah. Right. So I will put just put reggae mixes on around Christmas because I think it's the happiest sounding music where a lot of Christmas songs, a lot of traditional Christmas songs, I will find what every now and then one of them comes on and it's depressing as hell. Mm. Right. So I will always just spin reggae at Christmas because it is consistently upbeat. There there was one day over the holidays or right before the holidays where you were talking about playlists and yeah. talking about uh, Hawaiian Christmas music. Yes. Right. Yeah, yeah. So at home, I was curious and I put on some Hawaiian Christmas music. I just found a playlist. Yeah. And it was it was wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. It was so nice. Yeah. We listened to a lot of, around the holidays. We listened to a lot of reggae and a lot of Hawaiian sort of Christmas. Stuff. Yeah. And not even nice. not even like reggae, like holiday stuff, just like just straight up reggae. Like I'll just start with Jimmy Cliff and then just sort of work my way through the entire genre. Sure. Right? Oh, nice. and, and that to me is Christmas. Like that's to me what the holidays sound like is that it's like it's always a sort of reggae vibe. Yeah. Um, in the house. Yeah. So I probably do that. I'm a big fan of that. So 
when you're listening to that type of music, do you dance? Am, or I, am I catching just, a bubble? Yeah, are you catching a bubble <laughs> during Christmas time to some reggae? <laughs> no. <laughs> Next question comes from Maria. Um, I used to iron my underwear when I was in junior high school. Am I the only one? Oof. I you don't ever think your I've drawers? ever. No. Huh? no. no. What, even Actually, boxers? You know what? I yeah. did one time because I wanted to know what it felt like. Let me tell uh, you. To have felt, iron boxers? Yeah. Oh. Really? Huh? I felt did it nice. feel different? No, it just felt, no, it felt nice because you iron them and you put them on right away. So it's just warm. Oh, yeah. fair oh, enough. Excuse me. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's it. And this is what's from who? Maria? Maria. Maria? Like, what kind of drawers is Maria wearing that she can iron? Them? I have no idea. No details about what type of underwear she wears other than she just ironed it. So. No, because, I never did. Because never I, did the, like, a lot of, a lot of panties that I've seen, you wouldn't want to put an iron on them. Like, it, it would looks just burn, like, right? Like, yeah. yeah, it looks Most like they the would just like scorch and burn and not be good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? But no. maybe she's wearing different drawers, Maria. I don't know. Let us know what kind of drawers you wear <laughs> and then we'll answer the ironing question. <laughs> oh, gosh. I don't want to read those DMs. <laughs> yeah, if you want to in the DMs, let Deepa know what kind of drawers you wear. <laughs> um, she's the not. one that checks them, <laughs> by <not>. the way. <laughs> Whatever you want. Yeah. Okay, we have one last question. Or yes. this is, I guess, a, a comment. Uh, so when are we getting flying cars, honestly? True that. Flying cars. Yeah. Man, we've been promised flying cars since like the black and white TV days. Yeah. Uh, when are we get like realistically? When do when oh, do we get a, when do we Not get a flying a car? Who do you think is going to do it? Like Elon Musk? Yeah. Yeah. It'll be something. It'll be the one. Or it'll be it'll be the next Elon Musk, right? It'll be whoever is the next sort of mad genius billionaire. It's going to be one of these Bitcoin guys. Yeah. That, you know that decides to start like, a, whole like, new, a whole brand new a whole brand new industry. It's the, the, it, what's going to feed it is that when countries start going sort of carbon zero, right? Mm. When, you know, when you start looking at when is the end date where we're going to have gasoline cars. The problem is that cars now, they just make them so much better than they used to. So cars now are lasting forever, right? They're lasting so much longer. So this idea of getting to a point where we no longer need a gas car, it's like just keeps getting pushed and pushed and pushed because they just keep making these cars so much better. Are you in favor of flying cars? Oh, hell yeah. Really? Are you, you not? Oh, you're not? Me? No, no. Roz really. is giving a look. No. No. Not really. no oh, yeah. No. I, mean, I would. No. Why? Are you no. scared of heights? It, no, no. Oh. No. But how high do you how high do you drive then? Right? Like what's the there's too much going on. I can't Like do. air traffic. Too much going on. I'll stay on the roads. You can like... drive above me. <laughs> yeah. It's gonna take me a little bit longer. I'm fine with that. Right? Okay. The DMs are wide <laughs> open. Go find us and uh, get into the DMs, ask a question, make a comment. Deepa is here every day, and we're gonna go through as many as we can. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Sean Mendez was on IG yesterday and was singing his version. He did a cover of Peaches, a new hmm. song by Justin Bieber. Listen to this. Oh, yeah, badass chick. Get my life straight from the source, yeah. I get my peaches straight from Georgia, ooh, yeah. Get my weed from California, that's that. I took my chick up to the north, yeah, badass chick. Get my life straight from the source, yeah, 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 yeah. Hmm. Good voice. I mean, nothing to complain about there. It's not the first time Shawn Mendes has uh, ever covered songs by other artists. He did Stay by Rihanna at one time. Long you was a fever. A cold sweat, hot head, even leave I threw my hand Show me something. You said if you there come a little closer. 
So good. Around and around and around and around we go. I like him when he does covers, mm. man. Mm -hmm. I'm into these covers. Mm -hmm. He also did Love Yourself by Justin Bieber. I didn't want to write a song Cause I didn't want anyone thinking I still care but don't But you still hit my phone up And baby I've been moving on And I think you should be something <laughs> I don't wanna Getting those notifications. Oh, you know. that, baby you should know that like I don't know, man. I'd be into a Sean Mendez cover album if he started doing stuff by other artists that he yeah. that he likes. But it can't just be Bieber stuff, though. Like no, you got, if you're gonna do not. a cover album, you got to really be vast. Like you have to really open up the the genres. Otherwise, it's it's weird. It almost seems karaoke. He uh, also did uh, Counting Stars by One One Republic. Lately, I've been, I've been losing sleep. Dreaming about the things that we could be Baby, I've been, I've been praying hard So no more count dollars, we'll be counting stars Yo, we'll be counting stars yeah, it's not, not that good. Bad. It's good. I missed that song. I forgot about that song entirely. Counting stars by one yeah, public? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm into this though, this Peaches cover that Mendez did. To Justin Bieber. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. There's a big music anniversary I want to celebrate with you today, Ross. And I know you love this song. And I think you'll be shocked to know that it turns 10 years old today. But the song Super Bass from Nicki Minaj uh, is yeah. 10 today from the Pink Friday album. Uh, Super Bass hit number three on the Billboard Hot 100 charts, which to me is a surprise because that song was just massive and was like everywhere. Yeah, but what was it up against, though? What else was going on? 10 years ago. There's oh probably some real monsters. Everybody. Everybody was out there. Yeah. Kanye West had an album out. Taylor Swift had yeah. an album out. Like, everybody. There were some real, real monsters competing, I'm sure. Um, Super Bass won uh, Best Hip Hop Video at the 2011 MTV VMAs. During Taylor Swift's concert that same year in LA, Taylor Swift on stage starts rapping to the first part of Super Bass by Nicki Minaj, and then partway through surprises the, the crowd by having Nicki come out on stage and perform the actual song. It is so loud inside of that stadium. You can't even hear Nicki Minaj rap. Yeah, that was that tour where Taylor brought out huge stars in every city, right? Yeah, it was. Yeah, it really yeah, was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then um, the song was, was just like massive. It was everywhere. That same year, Kendall Jenner was doing an interview and photo shoot with W Magazine. And one of the questions was, what is your favorite karaoke song? What's the one track that you jam out to? And this is exactly what... This one is for the boys in the boomer system. Top Kendall Jenner ended up doing. System. When you come in the club, you're blazing up. Got sex on deck like you're saving up. Any ill? He real? He might got a deal. He pop bottles and he got the right kind of bill. He call? He don't? He might sell coke? He always in the air, but he never fly coach. You mother... <laughs> 
Trip, trip, chill on a trip, trip. Maybe we can lost it. <laughs> there you go. Ten years ago today, wow. we got super bass by Nicki Minaj. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. So no Sylvester Stallone in Creed 3. So is that the deal then? Yeah, so Michael B. Jordan returning as Adonis Creed. He's also directing Creed 3. November 23rd, 2022 is when the movie is scheduled to be released. Right. And fans have been wondering because no announcement about whether or not Stallone was going to be in this third movie. Spoiler alert, he didn't die. (laughs) Can't kill Rocky. Um, Because spoiler alert, in Creed 1, Rocky got cancer. Oh, yeah. Did he? Yeah, he did. Remember he was like real sick? Right. For a while? Right, right, right. And then Adonis was like doing push-ups in the hospital room. Spoiler alert. Right. (laughs) Right. Uh, And then he was back for Creed 2. And like it ended the way it ended. So Rocky is still like in the Rocky universe still around. So So I don't know if in this third movie, part of the reason why he's not in Creed 3 is because maybe off screen, maybe in storyline, they kill him off. Oh, right. Right? That could be a possibility. Because earlier this week, a fan hit up Stallone on IG and asked if he was coming back. And Stallone replied to that comment and said, it will be done, but I won't be in it. Meaning the movie will be done, but I won't be in it. That's at least how I took it. And then yesterday, Stallone's rep confirmed to The Hollywood Reporter, yes, in fact, Sylvester Stallone will not be in Creed 3 and didn't huh. give an explanation why. Huh. I think that's kind of bogus. I think if you're going to have Rocky not be in the movie, yeah. I think the it's, only I think it's explanation bogus. is that Rocky dies. Yeah. And the but, only way to do it is to have Rocky in the movie and then he dies. Yeah. You can't you can't continue on like Rocky's dead. That's that's not the because regardless of how you feel, and I know Creed is its own thing, and I know that they created something special. And the first movie, no, the second one, but the first movie was real good. But this is all because of the Rocky character. Yeah, that this is even possible. And I get you want to move forward, all that stuff. But if you're going to kill Rocky, you got to kill Rocky, um, and you can't build a movie around the fact that oh yeah, by the way, Rocky died. You can't do that. I, I will not like- stand for that. I feel like I like needs Rocky. to be an explanation from Michael B. Jordan. I don't think this is a good look. I like Rocky more than I like most real people. Yeah, that's fair. Right? I do. No, that's absolutely fair. And uh, you can't, I won't stand for that. I just I will feel not like stand for that. Now with this news out there, Michael B. Jordan's going to have some explaining to do. <laughs> yeah. Right? Because now he's the guy behind the camera. Now he's the one that's calling the shots. Yeah. And now he's the one responsible for... Our favorite character, yeah. a lot of people's favorite well, character, Rocky, and, not being in this movie. And, and let's not forget, let's not forget this this Creed franchise is, is not two for two. They're one for they're 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 like they're one, one for, for two. two. Yeah, I agree. The second one wasn't. It's the not best. good. Wasn't I do good. like the training sequence. Oh my god, how hard is it to do slow mo training montage? Right, we've seen that before. My only issue, Jesus, with the training montage in Creed two. Yeah. My only issue 
is when they were doing their hardcore training where sure. Rocky drove Adonis out to the desert to train with some like street fighters or whatever. Sure. He's in the desert and he's wearing all white. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. His tracksuit. It's, yeah. it's a white hoodie, white pants. Right. And I feel that with the training Adonis Creed was doing in the desert, <laughs> right. that outfit should have been a little bit more dirty. Right. Even when he like dropped to his knees and fully, couldn't move on. Fully agree. Fully agree. But listen, a training montage is hard to screw up. Like, wasn't there a training montage in that Easter Bunny movie? Didn't Hop go through a training montage before he did his thing? Like, it's very easy to do a training montage, okay? (laughs) I'm beyond, we've moved beyond training montages, all right? I live live for them, man. No, we don't. No, I swear. I'm probably the only one that would go back to YouTube and watch both training montages from both Creed movies because they get me so hyped. If you're going to watch a training montage from Rocky, the only one to watch is from Rocky Three when Rocky and Apollo are running on the beach in half shirts. Okay. <laughs> Didn't That's you ask to do that once? You I did. I, I, I've always, I've wanted to recreate that. Not now because I'm out of shape. <laughs> I haven't trimmed down in a real long time. COVID. Um, yeah. But yeah, I would like to one day recreate that with you. <laughs> Done. It's a date. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, look at the time. I love this part of the podcast. Yeah. Take a breath. Sit back. Still gonna get, work get, though. Get your learn on. <laughs> <laughs> hey Mocha. Yeah. Are you ready? Uh-huh. Let's do the news. A Roz and Mocha show and kiss 92.5 news break. So here we go. The Ontario cabinet has approved a province-wide stay-at-home order that will close non-essential retail stores, all but curbside pickups. Sources familiar with the decision said that the uh, stay-at-home order would take effect at 12.01 Thursday, so that would be midnight tonight, right? So get all your outdoor mall shopping and mucking around done today. The source said that uh, only grocery stores and pharmacies would be permitted to stay open for customers to shop indoors. Mm. And they said that this time around, big box stores would be restricted to selling only grocery and pharmacy items for in-person shopping. So they're going to be blocking off aisles and... This kind of nonsense. Because I remember the last time. Garden Walmart, centers are going to be open, though. Walmart said. did that, right? Or was that Walmart what, in the States? It was, no, it was, no it, was, it was a Walmart in Winnipeg. Right. That uh, that did that. They saran wrapped everything. Yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, schools are closed with no notice. I so know. Parents That's crazy. that today. I know. That That I feel, I feel bad for that late in the afternoon yesterday for the parents trying to figure that out yeah that you know what are you gonna do now like this is like this was that's sudden like it's sudden yeah and you have to kids haven't been doing sort of at home school for a while and now the whole thing is okay well we haven't done this in a while like what do you need like do you do you like what do you need to do school at home and then all of a sudden wi-fi connection i guess no but you need other stuff right like kids got projects and they got all this stuff and you're like okay well when are we gonna get that well you can't everything's closed sorry i know well numbers keep going up I don't know why they're not vaccinating people 24 hours a day. They should have two lines. Okay, this is the way vaccination should work, you jabronis, right? Okay, is allow people to sign up. 
Mm-hmm. Right. Allow the old people that want to get vaccinated, let them get vaccinated. OK. And you have these these places should be done in places that you can have a capacity for thousands and thousands of people. If you want to run them 24 hours a day, if you've got the shots available, all the old people and everybody who signed up online. OK. Uh, you should be able to just stand there, go in, get your shot as the time that they told you to go in and get your shot. Everything else should work like a rush line. Right. Where if I want to stand outside at four o'clock in the morning for two hours, hoping that I get a shot, I should be able to. Right. There should be a sign up line and a rush line. Twenty four hours a day. Roll it. Just roll it. I think I could be wrong. I think love the idea. Think it could work. But I feel that maybe we don't have enough people available to administer the shots. Because all the people who would normally administer the shots are busy working at the hospitals as well. Bro, do you know how long it takes somebody to train them to administer a shot? I don't actually, no. Not long. Mm. Not long. Oh, maybe you can there's, make that there's, recommendation. There's, 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 an, there's enough people. Why can't it just be a machine that you lean into? Right. Yes, exactly. <laughs> no, why no, can't not, it just be? Why? I'm not trusting a machine. Listen, yeah, you just back up into it. You bend over. That's even more dangerous. Yes, exactly. Yes. No, yeah. I no, yeah. absolutely Moy yeah. has seen a variation of this technology in most bars that he's been to. Ex- yes. Okay. Walk into the room, close the door, turn around, bend over, lean in, get the shot. You're on your own. Right? You can even leave the lights on. Yes. <laughs> I can't co-sign. I'm not co-signing this one. Why? Why? We're just no. we're brainstorming here, yeah, man. No, no. Okay, that, listen. Hard it's a, no. It's a, pand- <laughs> it's a pandemic. <laughs> I know. Everybody's desperate. I saw in the news okay. yesterday that New York, yeah. like 16 plus yes, by next man. week, yes. are going to be vaccinated. Yes. And yes. then President Joe Biden announced that by April, I think it was April 19th, yes. every adult Yes. In America that wants a vaccine is going to yes. be able to get it. Absolutely. Absolutely. But I like Maury's, uh, your stall no. idea, more. No. Yeah. No. Just Sorry. lean into it. No. Lean no. in. Next. Hard no, huh? <laughs> or is it hard yes? <laughs> <laughs> it's a hard no. Very hard. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Kim Kardashian's a billionaire. I had heard of the list. No, No, she was not. Kylie Jenner was the was the right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Kylie. Uh, But uh, Forbes came out with their list of the uh, world's billionaires. Kim made the list. How many billionaires, Mocha, are there in the world according to Forbes magazine? How many billionaires are there in the world? Billions a lot of money. Twenty five. Twenty five. There are two thousand seven hundred and fifty five billionaires in the world. Wow. You know that means that's two thousand seven hundred whatever billion dollars. Yes, Maurice. I know exactly what that means. Thank you. Oh God! You were on such a roll with your whole lean into it thing, man, and then you like you should have just quit. Honestly, um, the world's richest is still Jeff Bezos with a hundred and seventy-seven billion. A hundred and seventy-seven. My Prime account just renewed, so you're welcome, <laughs> uh, Jeff. Thank you. Uh, and then uh, Elon Musk is on there. Bezos is number one. Uh, Elon Musk is number two with 151 billion. Bill Gates uh, is fourth with 124. Zuckerberg 97 billion. Wow. Um, some other names that you may uh, recognize: George Lucas is 339th on the list with 7.4 billion. Oh my God! He's all the way down there, and he still yeah. has seven. <laughs> Yes, Seven man. plus billion? Mark Cuban is uh, 655th on the list with 4.4 billion. Spielberg, uh, 807 on the list. Oprah is 1,174th on the list of the world's billionaires with $2.7 billion. Wow. Uh, they still have Trump on the list. Vince McMahon is on the list with $2.1 billion. 
He's really? at uh, he's at one thousand five hundred and seventeen. Kanye one thousand seven hundred and fifty. Wait, Kanye West is a billionaire? Yeah, one point eight billion is what they have wow. him at. Uh, Jay Z's on there at uh, spot number two thousand one hundred and forty one. This is a hard list to move up, huh? No, th- you know what this list is that you're reading out right now? What's that? This isn't billionaires. This is a list of the Illuminati. Yeah, no, exactly. This is, these are all the people that run the world, right? Yeah. Th- this is this is like this, like this is, is proof right here. Yes. The Illuminati exists. Yes. This is why this list is why you buy the things you do and Moy yes. walks the way he walks. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's really interesting about that? I don't even know what that meant. I don't even know what that meant, but to me There's when so I, many things <laughs> so many things. <laughs> it meant nothing. It meant nothing. Anyway, no, there you it go. Meant everything. <laughs> The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Roger Jean Page, the Bridgerton star, it was announced that he was not going to be coming back for season two. And everybody's like, oh my God. And then the production and everybody else involved said, hey, listen, it was never supposed to be this way. Um, These are anthology seasons, and every season is going to be focused on one of the different kids and tell their story. So just calm your pants. All right. Um, But the one thing that wasn't really articulated that well was even though yes it was agreed upon that this was going to be a one and done season for him we didn't know whether they had offered him an opportunity to come back based Mm. on the immense popularity of the show and his character like after the fact after the fact yeah and a source close to the uh show tells the hollywood reporter that he was offered an opportunity to return he said no in season two for three to five episodes they said at a rate of fifty thousand dollars an episode and he said no i wonder why He's well, got other projects on the on the on the go, maybe. Well, he does. He just wrapped um, a movie with the Russo brothers for Netflix called The Gray Man with Chris Evans and Ryan Gosling. Uh, he's next going to be in the big budget Dungeons and Dragons movie with Chris Pine and Michelle Rodriguez. So he's got stuff going on, but three to five episodes, you could still do that. This this sounds a lot like he saw the buzz around him and how popular he got from that show and wanted to capitalize immediately yeah. and not Probably be ran tied... With almost everything that and, was presented Exactly, to and not yeah. be tied down to uh, to one of those shows. So, yeah, so that's the question. Did they offer him a chance to come back for season two of Bridgerton? The answer is yes, at a rate of uh, $50,000 an episode. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, the rumor is that Russell Crowe and Chris Hemsworth are set to co-produce a sequel to Gladiator. Again, the rumor what? is the rumor. Is, Do we need a sequel? Well, I guess Hemsworth. Are you not entertained? I guess Hemsworth would play the son, Maximus's son, because Maximus dies. Right? Spoiler like, alert! Oh my God, it's Gladiator. The movie's twenty-one years old. Still, there's people out there who haven't watched it. It's probably on their list. No, the only people out there right now that haven't watched Gladiator, okay, are girls, and they're never going to watch Gladiator. Gladiators like Shawshank. Guys love those movies. Girls don't love Gladiator. Are you not entertained? <laughs> I've never met I've never met a woman who's like, oh my God, I love Gladiator. But I have met plenty of women when I go, oh my God, I love Gladiator, and they roll their eyes. <laughs> Why? Are you not entertained? <laughs> I've met plenty of so those women. So he's going to play the kid? I don't know. This is the story. Uh, I'm sort of not 
opposed to it. I like Chris Hemsworth. I loved Glad. I mean, I loved Gladiator. It's one of my favorite movies. Ladies out there right now, rolling them eyes. Rolling them eyes. Uh, but anyway, I could, uh, I could, I could see that happening. Um, Joaquin Phoenix was awesome in that movie. He was. Remember that? Yep. What a dirtbag he was. Yeah. Oh my god. What an awful person he was in that. Film. I think I only watched that movie. I only watched that movie once. No, you didn't. Yeah. You've only seen Gladiator once? Yeah. I've actually never met, never met a man who's only seen Gladiator once. Really? I watched no. it once and it was on TV? No, I've only... Maybe like on AMC or something? Really? I was like, oh yeah, what's this? I saw Gladiator three times in the theater. You did? Yes. Wow. Yeah, that's saw. how much That's how much I love Gladiator. We're not talking about you, Maury. I, I know, I know. You never saw it. You're not one of those guys. You're not one of those guys. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? <laughs> no, two kinds of guys though. How many times have you seen Shawshank? Oh, a billion, yeah. It's yeah. either Shawshank or Gladiator. Sometimes you get both. But men love those two movies, and women will never understand it. That's what I know. We've got uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Yeah. Uh, another one coming in. Ten women who yeah. have texted yeah. who have said that they've watched and love Gladiator. Yeah. So they are not 11, 12, okay. All right. 13... Okay. I'm a 32-year-old female, absolutely love Gladiator okay. and Shawshank Redemption. Okay. So guess what? They were entertained! Guess what? I don't believe you're a girl! <laughs> it's a bunch of dudes. It's a bunch of dudes texting in. Okay? Uh, okay? It's all it is. It's guys. Maury, put that phone down. Don't call. <laughs> I'm looking at what I can see you. I know what you're doing right now. I can, I can watch you do this right now, you jabroni. Hey. Hello? Hey, Hi, it's Ron turn Ron, your radio your down. Name? Don't swear. <laughs> I'm, I'm a woman. I love Gladiator. Yeah. Yes, I think it's an amazing movie. Actually, I watched it for a whole week. I think three times. Really? Huh? Damn, three times. Yeah. Did you? Did a guy what? turn you? Did, a, did you like watch it with your boyfriend at first? No. No. I watched it by myself. You did. Huh? But I'm like the. I like watching like those type of movies though. Right. So. You're you're a, you're a weird one. You know that, right? Um. Okay. Well, if she's a weird, what's your name yeah. on the phone? Esther. Esther. Okay. Thank you for listening, Esther. Yeah. If Esther is a weird one, dude, yeah. I'm telling you right now, yeah. our text line is blowing up. Yeah, really? Yeah. With all women who have said that they've seen Gladiator, yeah. just like you, Esther. Another one that came in now, it says, I'm a 40-year-old female, absolutely love Gladiator and Shawshank. Oh, Sorry, Roz, but it's not only men. So there well, you go. Well, okay. Fair enough. <laughs> don't say you don't believe. Like, I don't. Look at all these texts. I don't believe. I'll never believe that. I'll never believe it's that. It's an awesome... It's like basically watching Game of Thrones. <laughs> eh. give, me, give me one gladiator quote right now. I don't know the quote. Oh, okay. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. Okay. Thank you, Esther. Love you lots. <laughs> Bye. Bye. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Uh, LeVar Burton's still trending because, um... Hold on. Can't say LeVar Burton and not play this. Butterfly in the sky. So the, the petition has been out there for LeVar Burton to um, host Jeopardy, and this really got kicked in the last 24 hours because I don't think people were very happy with Aaron Rodgers, especially when Aaron Rodgers said that he wanted to do it full-time and that he could manage um, Jeopardy and football at the same time. Well, and then... And then LeVar Burton, who hosted Reading Rainbow forever, a lot of people say that he's the perfect guy to do this. And he tweeted yesterday, uh, leaving this here in the event the powers that be are listening. And he tweeted out the link to the petition. 
um, change.org, the, the change.org in order to have him host uh, Jeopardy. How many of those petitions are there out there? There's, there's been I saw a few. one where the goal was only like 150,000. Yeah. And they were at like one, the last time I checked, they were at like 135 or something like that. Let's just clear something up because I think that there may be a reason that LeVar Burton wasn't invited to be one of the guest hosts for Jeopardy. And although I agree on paper, he makes a lot of sense. He's got mm. that personality. People like him. He's a smart guy. He has that reputation for being a smart guy, but for also sure. fun. Um, is that this whole thing with LeVar Burton trying to bring back Reading Rainbow really turned into sort of a disaster? Because if you remember, he, he started a Kickstarter years ago to bring Reading Rainbow back. He had yeah. the, he had the, he had an app, and then he wanted to expand on the app and everything else. Uh, and at the time, it was the most successful Kickstarter ever. He had like six plus million dollars for it. Oh yeah, because people and, love the guy. And the people who owned Reading Rainbow sued him. Mm-hmm. because they had a deal where they were both sort of profit sharing off certain aspects of the Reading Rainbow brand. And then he started doing things and making promises and trying to set up deals for stuff that he wasn't allowed to do. This is what the way that I understand the story to go. And so in 2017, they actually sued LeVar Burton hmm. um, over reading rainbow because did he ever give any of that money back i don't see that's the thing is i don't know i don't know what happened to the six and a half million dollars that he raised Uh, it's very difficult to find out what happened to the six and a half million dollars he raised because at the time pbs they got rid of reading rainbow not because reading rainbow was too expensive to produce or reading rainbow wasn't doing well the reason they got rid rid of reading rainbow was because the people who were in charge of the um, educational programming realized that america had changed it was no longer about trying to get kids interested in reading. The mandate then became, how do you get kids to even learn to read? And Reading Rainbow wasn't programming that was current with the times. And so they allowed LeVar Burton to sort of take portions of that and expand on things like apps and websites and everything else. So I wonder if... Because I always thought if a petition goes through... And you make a donation, right? Or like, let's say Kickstarter. Okay. And then you don't, either you don't get your goal or you achieve the goal, it shuts down, but then that product or that thing that's being kickstarted doesn't actually come to fruition. Everyone just gets their money back through the website. Yeah. Right? So like, I don't know if those, everyone that donated that, what was it? Six million dollars, six and a half million bucks, if everyone got their money back or if LeVar Burton still has that money. So this is it. So in 2014, he launched the Kickstarter campaign to raise money for the show's revival and brought in $6.5 million. WNED, which is the PBS station out of Buffalo, was upset at the loss of control and further alleges that its own efforts to develop a new series were undermined when LeVar Burton with the Jim Henson company began secretly negotiating with Netflix for a new Reading Rainbow series. And in response to the allegations, LeVar Burton's company said that the Netflix discussion pertain to an original concept and not reading rainbow so the kickstarter Mm. was started to revive reading rainbow he started having meetings with netflix and then when they accused him of fraud pbs he turned around and said no no no, this isn't for reading rainbow this is for something else so what happened to the reading rainbow money that's the big question that nobody can answer right the Roz and mocha show podcast podcast So Taylor Swift released um, Mr. Perfectly Fine and immediately Joe Jonas started trending because, as we know, 13 years ago, Joe Jonas and Taylor Swift were a thing. And then she famously went on Ellen all those years later and said that Joe Jonas 
dumped her over the phone in 25 seconds. Ooh. Right? But <laughs> um, who's counting? Exactly. <laughs> so the, so the, the problem is that now she's re-recording and re-releasing all her old stuff, so she's yeah. going back to the vault. So there's a lot of things that like weren't ever released that are now getting released. And so Taylor says this, me in 2020, life is chill, writing songs based on fiction to avoid drama, feeling pretty grown up. My 2008 music from the vault in a goblin voice. Release, Mr. Perfectly Fine. <laughs> <laughs> so, so here's a little bit of what people think is Joe Jonas's track. Takes everything in me just to get up each day, but it's wonderful to see that you're okay. Hello, Mr. Perfectly Fine. How's your heart after breaking mine? Mr. Always at the right place at the right time. Joe Jonas is like, yo, I'm married and I'm grown. I'm not that guy anymore. Yeah, and Sophie Turner, Joe Jonas's wife, um, put on Instagram, it's not not a bop. <laughs> <laughs> to, which, to which Taylor responded, forever bending the knee to the true queen of the north. Um, so, yeah, so I guess everybody's cool. But, you know, you think you're out of the woods, right? Sure. You know, you think you got away. Here's the thing, though. <laughs> For Taylor Swift, right? Yeah. There are records she could choose to not re-record if she wanted to knowing the Twitter storm that comes after. Right, right. right. Uh, but if everyone's cool with this one and they understand different time period and the reasons why she's re-recording these albums. Yeah. Everyone's grown. Everyone's fine. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Remember when Donald Trump took to the White House and he uh, told yeah. everybody that the Obama staff left them all sorts of nasty notes in like all the drawers and the cabinets and everything else? Oh, and, yeah. And, right? And people thought he was just being nuts. Like it was all just made He's up. Being a big crybaby. Yeah. But, but Dave Chappelle was on uh, Naomi Campbell's podcast. And Dave Chappelle actually not only confirmed that there were notes left, yeah. but he knows who wrote them. No. It's one of the most beautiful things I've ever seen. This was like one of the last big parties the Obamas threw. Uh, and I'm not going to say these celebrities' names. But it was a great evening. No, there was a thing. Remember when the Trump administration moved in? They said uh, the Obama staff left dirty notes for us in all the drawers and all the cabinets. Now, now, I saw this happening. I'm not going to say who did it, but it was celebrities writing all this crazy <laughs> shit and putting all over there. And I saw them doing it. So when I saw them in the news, I laughed real hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it wasn't staff. It was so, all the famous people at that last party. So you now have to go back to photos from that last Obama party to I mean, see listen, which celebrities were there. They were all there. Everybody was there. Like you think Jay Z wandered Everybody into the Oval Office, opened that drawer, and left one of his no, notes? No, no, no. I think it's even worse than that. I think that he went into the kitchen and did it. Oh, I don't even right. think it was the Oval Office. I think it was like an end table in like a like a some sort of den somewhere where it was like months later, where you're just sitting around having a coffee at the yeah. end of the day or a Big Mac in in, in Trump's <laughs> case. Yeah, and he goes to open the side drawer to put the garbage in there because he's too lazy to get his fat ass up and walk. And then he opens it up and there's a nasty note from, yeah. I don't know. Beyonce. Reese Witherspoon. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. So apparently Dale Moss and Claire Crawley are back together. 
Oh, they are. Yeah. So um, he posted a shot on Insta yesterday where they were like together, looking cool, taking double selfies in a mirror. Wow. So they're hanging out there together. I don't know whether the engagement's back on, but uh, but they are together. Hey, do you remember when they announced that Caitlin Bristow and Tasha Adams were going to be the new co-hosts for The Bachelorette? Yes. Okay. And people were happy about it. Yeah, but they're not. What? And I didn't know this. So we all just assumed that Tasha and Caitlin were announced as co-hosts because at the time, People Magazine wrote, Tasha Adams and Caitlin Bristow react to co-hosting The Bachelorette's new season. Yeah. And we all had assumed that this was going to be part of Chris Harrison's stepping back, doing the work. Yeah. Um, and that they were going to come in and do at least a season. And we had assumed that this was going to be a Chris Harrison-free season. But that's not actually the case. Because ABC never actually said that Chris Harrison was not going to be hosting this current season of The Bachelorette. And I missed this what? completely. I missed this completely. But back at the end of March, yeah. Caitlin did a Q&A on social media where she was talking to fans. And one fan asked, what are you most excited for about co-hosting The Bachelorette? And Caitlin said this, okay, so I get really confused with this title. She goes on to say, because we're not replacing anyone or the host. We're just kind of coming in as mentors to help and we'll host a couple of dates and have some fun. Oh, so Chris Harrison is still hosting? No idea. Or are they taking on the role? We all just assumed hmm. that Chris Harrison wasn't going to be back because they announced that Caitlin and Tasha were going to be co-hosting. It literally says co-hosting. That's what all the stories were. But it turns out they're not co-hosts. They're just mentors. So we don't actually way, know. Is that their way of saying? She was very clear that she's not hosting this show. They're already shoot again. She was very clear that she's not hosting this show. So they're just going to go host less, do you think? I don't know. Who knows? Who knows what they're going to do? I think it's a way of having them be a part of the show hosting without calling them hosts. I don't know, man. She made it very clear that they are not co-hosting the show. I don't know. I think we're going to see them a lot more than we think. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Um, we've all suffered a little during COVID, eating and drinking too much, and just sitting on the couch and doing nothing. But you got to listen to this. There's a woman in Massachusetts who thought that her pregnancy was nothing more than COVID weight. What? Yeah. And she actually, on her way to the hospital, thought that she was just passing a kidney stone, not having a baby. And she had a baby? Yeah. Listen to this. I did feel a little like flutters, I suppose, but I just kind of thought it was gas. <laughs> I didn't know what it was. I'm in the middle of the archway of the bathroom, screaming, freaking out. If you look back at it now, like you see there were signs that said, okay, missed menstrual cycle, but that was always normal for me. And yeah, the weight gain, but I just hopped on keto and I said, okay, well then maybe it's my own fault. It's the COVID-15. Even in the <laughs> ambulance ride, I was like, how did this happen? Like, I mean, I know how it happened, but I mean, like, really? Yeah, she had no idea she was pregnant, but, like, even, but did the, like, went full term. But even, like, yeah, at full term, right? Even in the later stages, when the baby is moving around. Right. Do you not feel that? Or I, did she I just... Don't, I'd have never had one in me. Did she feel something and think I it was gas? Maybe. She seemed or real... Or just pressure on her bladder she, and, like, yeah. had to pee. She seemed really... She actually had the baby on the toilet. 
Wow. And everything's fine. The baby's fine. She's doing fine. But, uh, but yeah, she had no idea that she was, she thought it was COVID weight. And then wow. I start questioning my own body. Maybe, <laughs> You're not pregnant. You don't know that. <laughs> well. Yeah, that's a wild story, huh? Damn. That's one of, that's one of the crazier COVID stories I've heard. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. So much like when Marvel sort of sets the stage for all their releases coming up, uh, the Bachelor franchise has done that. Oh, yeah? So Katie's season is confirmed, and it will indeed uh, be the 17th season of The Bachelorette, and that is going to debut on... Where'd it go now? Summertime? June. Oh, okay. Um... It'll be the first two seasons of The Bachelorette. Uh, June 7th is when that's going to happen. As uh-huh. soon as that wraps, they're going to head back to Bachelor in Paradise. They are. They are, which okay. is then August 16th. And then Bachelor Michelle, her season will start after that, most likely in January, although they haven't announced it 100% yet, but that's the order. So it's going to oh, go wow. Katie, Bachelor in Paradise, and then uh, and then Michelle Young season. So And then somewhere in there, we'll have Bachelor in Paradise Canada. Probably I in don't the fall. Know, yeah, I don't know exactly that's where that's, uh, that's going to fall. Wow. So they haven't announced, though, like where I assume it's going to be at the same resort, Bachelor in Paradise, because I love Paradise. Well... Yeah, who knows? Who knows? It's it's all about the uh, COVID protocols, right? Because right now the U.S. is doing a better job, a better job than Mexico and Canada, USA, USA, everybody else. So I don't know where they're shooting, uh, Florida, where they're going to shoot Bachelor in Paradise. Um, So there you go. So Bachelor in Paradise is coming back. In case you're wondering, the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Um, Gay Ten Matazaro. Oh yeah. What's his character's name? Dustin from Stranger Things? Yes, man. Is that who he is? I can't wait for the new season. You know, I completely forgot that this show even existed. Really? Yeah. Well, it's been so long that it's been out of our lives. Yeah. They were supposed to start shooting season four uh, right at the beginning of COVID last year. So he was on The Tonight Show last night talking about how this season, it's like they're going for it, man. Really? You told me it was might be the scariest one. Oh, yeah. That's that's the one thing that I've noticed. I was reading it. My like, they're going for it this year. That's pretty cool. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. All right, good. So I don't know if like the toddlers are gonna enjoy it as much. Oh wow! Right. Right. So here's the shocking thing: these kids are going to be so grown up by the time season four is released. Yeah. If they're only filming it now, I yeah. saw a picture of one of the kids. I guess he did like a photo shoot <laughs> for like GQ or Vanity or something. Yeah. And he's like a grown ass man. Yeah, he's now. looking like Eli Manning. He's like a grown man. Yeah, huge. They're not kids anymore. No, no, no. It's uh, it's wild. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Chloe uh, Kardashian uh, says that um, judgment has been quote too much to bear after the shot of her in a bikini was re- released without her approval. So she's speaking out after. Uh, the heat that she faced for trying to remove a picture from the internet that she didn't like. 
and other people were talking about having their accounts suspended and being blocked mm. from certain websites because the Kardashian machine was coming after them for reposting this picture that Khloe Kardashian didn't want out. She says, hey guys, this is me and my untouched and unfiltered body. So she did a video live where she's sort of moving around and jumping around. So just to prove that it wasn't doctored in any way, because yeah. that's what they're sort of notorious for. Um, and she goes on to say this, the photo that was posted this week is beautiful, but as someone who has struggled with body image your whole life, when someone takes a photo of you that isn't flattering in bad lighting or doesn't capture your body the way it is after working out so hard uh, to get to this point and then shares it with the world, you should have every right to ask for it not to be shared regardless of who you are. Uh, she goes on to say that um, she says the pressure and constant ridicule and judgment that she's gone through her entire life to be perfect and meet other standards of how I should look has been too much to bear. Some people are arguing that the Kardashians themselves are the ones who set those standards. Yep. Um, so even for her sort of response here and justification for wanting to get that picture taken down, um, people you know, are going after them. There are countless numbers of young women who fly to South America to mutilate themselves based on the standards that the Kardashians set. So um, this doesn't sort of, although though you do feel for her because nobody wants a terrible picture no, of themselves sure. out there. Um, but the, the 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 sort of, you know, this is all me is uh, falling on deaf ears for a lot of people. She went on to uh, share examples of some of the mean things that people had reportedly um, said about her, uh, like Chloe's the fat sister, Chloe's the ugly sister. This was all in her, in her uh, big giant post but then even with the big giant post it's so funny the attention span that people have for the Kardashians because it was like four pages on Instagram that you would like flip through yeah. and and uh, like of such so many of the comments were just like oh my god it's too long like yeah. people don't even have time to listen to this like when somebody's like sort of pouring their heart out and talking about why yeah. they did you know wanted to do what they did uh, but this was a lot of things this was you know it, it put the, the Kardashians under a microscope it put the Kardashian machine under a microscope it was you know very in line with this is what happens when you try and have something erased from the internet is that you wind up just attracting more attention to it. It's called the Streisand effect, right? And, and also it you didn't... could have let it go and we probably wouldn't have been talking about it today because why would I? It's just a, it's a, it's a picture of her that maybe didn't look that great, but it wouldn't have been a story, yeah. right? And it didn't, mission not accomplished for them because now you're seeing that photo pop up more so than ever. Yeah, yeah. But then she, in the video, like she looks, she looks great. Like I don't, I don't know. Like, and I know that she, you know, did it live, and you can say, oh my god, it's still filtered. But no, she actually, she went on live and did this, so she wouldn't be accused of uh, filtering up. But, uh, but anyway, that is uh, four pages from Chloe uh, Kardashian. Roz and Mocha Q and A. Ready to answer some questions? Yes, sir. Yo, suck beer. What's up? It's Ron Zamoka. Hey, guys. I'm good. How are you guys? Good. Uh, your name looks familiar because I see that you ask questions like pretty much every week. Uh, yeah, sometimes. Yeah. What's going on, dude? What's your uh, question now that you're on the phone? Uh, yeah, so my question for the room is um, if you guys could be any inanimate object that people use frequently, uh, what object would you become? Well, what would you become? <laughs> You've obviously given this some thought. Uh, yeah, I think with everything that's uh, happening with COVID and the, the lockdowns, I think I'd become my airplane. Just An travel airplane. the world. Yeah. yeah people sit on you and they like... Yeah, and then you get anti-maskers who are on there arguing and yeah. stuff and coughing all over other people. Why would you want to be an airplane? I think it's nice being above the clouds, you know, just cruising, having a nice view, going all over the world. So I know, but it's so cold think, up there. Yeah, it's freezing, <laughs> man. Like, why not? <laughs> when you're at the, those, those, those super high speeds, yeah. absolutely freezing. I'll bring a coat. <laughs> 
No, but you're a plane. Yeah. You ever First seen a plane all, with, a, with a coat? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and out of an object, that's, a, that's an interesting question. Like, I don't want to be anything that anybody could use or does use for anything gross, right? Yeah. Like jabbing something in your ear? Yeah. Like, like, yeah. Like, I, you know, I don't want to be, like, not that I would, but I'll give you an example, right? Like, I don't want to be a spatula. Um, you know, I love food and everything else, but I don't want to be a spatula in case I wind up being a spatula for the guy who owns it to clean cat barf up off the floor. Oh yeah. Right. You know what I mean? Like, like I don't want to be something that can also be used as something else. Hmm. I would want to be like, um, something that gets used maybe once in a while. Yeah. Like a pen. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Sure. I don't think a lot of people, people chew pens. Yeah, that's pen. true. They stick know, them in their ear. They but, scratch their butt with them. But they don't use them all the time. No. Right? So I would want to be some sort of writing utensil. Right. But who knows? Like You could wind up being the pen of a real racist. And all he does is just like write really racist things to people. What about a ruler? With that pen. A ruler. a ruler. Yeah. yeah. But then you might have to hit a kid. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Who's our ruler? My dad. Yeah. Uh, okay. What about um 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 um? What about a a tape measure? What about a tape measure? Sure. Yeah, but then he may measure you know other stuff. You know. Oh, uh-huh. right. True. Yeah. Man, you can't do anything. No. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what. Okay. Can we just put something on here before? Because I when we start talking about what sort of inanimate objects we would want to be, can I at least say? Because it's very difficult for me. Um, can I at least say that I don't want to be the inanimate object that is owned by any boy between the ages of like 11 and 17? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, you can. Uh, okay, cool. What about a steering wheel? A steering wheel. Mm, no, I, have, I would get no enjoyment. I'd just spin around and around like that. I can't do that. I get too dizzy. But no one's going to do anything gross with it. I know, but I get to, yeah, you pick your nose and then you put it back on the wheel and stuff. People are eating between their legs and then just mm. like rubbing it. That's no, not good, a steering wheel. That's a good question. Uh, Maury. A mirror. A mirror. A, nobody does anything bad and I get to see everything you do. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> such a creeper. And nobody ever wants to break a mirror too, right? No, so they go seven they, years of bad luck. They, they try and protect mirrors. So you want to be a mirror basically because it's that's the where, safest that's, thing. That's where people go and they stand naked in front of it, right? Yeah, but and they're they not going to examine gonna, themselves. But they won't do anything to me with it. Okay. Well, here's okay. Let me put it this way, Maury. Uh, you're a mirror, okay? Mm-hmm. But you're the kind of mirror that a dentist uses. Okay. So the only thing you see are the nasty insides of people's mouths. But all mouths. I have to do is watch. The teeth aren't coming at me. Right. It doesn't matter. But when they stick that little, that tiny little mirror, it's like pushing up against the inside of your cheeks. You're Sometimes in the it inside touches of somebody's your, your, mouth. Your gums. Oh, yeah. do you mean that little thing? Yes. Yeah, the little no, mirror. I'm, I'm picking a mirror in someone's bathroom. No, no, no. But a mirror is a mirror. You say a mirror. You don't get to choose where the mirror is. Just like if Mocha says a tape measure, it's not going into the hands of Scott McGilvery. This is going to go in the hands of a 14-year-old sure. who's going to measure his wiener in his bedroom. Sure, but a tape measure is a tape measure. I didn't name that the name of that utensil. Doesn't matter. So a mirror, a mirror. A mirror, let's say a mirror is a mirror. Sure. And you don't get to pick which kind of mirror you are. Just like if you said you wanted to be reincarnated as a dog, right. you wouldn't get to choose which kind of dog. You would just say a dog. What about I could be an air freshener? I always smell good. Yeah, but then you run out and they get thrown in the garbage. True. Right? It's tough. Mirror is not a bad one, though, if you get a good mirror. Like, Maury, you like, what would be the best mirror like that you could ever imagine being? I guess anyone's rich bathroom, like a like a mansion kind of like Drake's. But place. what if they look awful though? Like what if you're not a like what if you don't find them physically appealing? Oh, okay. I'm gonna be a mirror. Yeah. Inside the men's change room at Barry's boot camp. Okay, Barry's boot camp <laughs> is what again? Where well, it's where I go and work out. Right. Used to. Used to. Yeah. 
Yeah. Okay. So Maury, Maury would be a uh, Maury would be a mirror in a gym bathroom. Mocha, you would be what? I'm still picking like a pen, like a writing a pen. utensil. Okay. Yeah. Regardless, it winds up in the hand of a racist, right? <sighs> no, I don't want to contribute <laughs> to that. Okay. <laughs> I can't contribute to that. What yeah. about what about a rolling pin? Oh, there you go. All right. Yeah. Not sure. much you can do with it. No. No, you can People be hit rats with rolling pins. Yeah, well, yeah, in children's books they do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, and it don't, it doesn't get used a lot. No, and it's designed for like something specific. Right. So I'm gonna say rolling pin. You're gonna say rolling. What about pin? just like a lamp? That's, but that's what kind of life is that? Because then everybody's turning you on. <sighs> no, but then no, you wind up in a garage sale, and then yeah, you, totally. and then some racist buys you, and he uses it to <laughs> write notes with Mocha's pen, <laughs> like all this. <laughs> wow. You know what I mean? Like you never know. It's so hard to tell. Uh, that's a great uh, question, Sakbir. Uh, thank you so much. Between Ron's and Mocha, who's your favorite? Oh, uh, that's a hard one. My brain one says Mocha, but. My heart wants says Ross, so I'm going to go with Ross. Yeah. By the way, I was, before we started getting into all the racist stuff, I was legitimately going to say a bed sheet. And I realized how horribly wrong that could also go. Can I have one more? Sure. A fireman's pole. A fireman's pole. <laughs> you all basically right. already are a fireman's pole, Maureen. Thanks, Sakbir. Thank you, guys. Later, Later on, man. Uh, Denzel asks, what was the last thing you bought that severely disappointed you? Oh, wow. Damn, Maury? Well, I was going to say the last meal I had on Uber Eats. What was wrong with it? The taste, it was just cold and the taste wasn't that good. No? It was very spicy. How far off do you think that it was? Off from what? Like from where you had thought it was going to be. Like how much of a disappointment was it? A very big disappointment. Really? I didn't finish it. Yeah. No? It was, and I finished everything. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Huh. Good question. Oh, yeah, I know. Go. I spent almost $200 or a little bit more than 200 bucks mm -hmm. on a tripod. And when I got it, it was a little heavier than I thought. <laughs> yeah. And the top of the tripod, like for you to connect your camera, yeah. you couldn't like just connect. Because, you know, on the bottom of cameras, there are a um, little hole for you, you to just screw, screw in, thing in. Yeah. right into the tripod. Yeah. So this tripod didn't have like a proper connection for you to screw on your um, your camera. You needed an adapter, oh. right? And luckily I have all these tiny little screws, these tiny little adapters, different sizes, mm -hmm. where I was able to maneuver it oh, to be sucks. able to do that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But in order for me to use this tripod the way I, I was hoping to, and maybe it's my fault because I didn't read the description, I didn't read everything on it, I can't, I have to, in order for me to use my camera, I have to add all these other little things. Nah. And then there's another fix for that where you have to buy an additional attachment. However, this additional attachment is like 200 and something dollars, like 239. No, no, no. Throw it away. Right? No, too much. So that is definitely. Yeah, that's, that's disappointing. Ooh. The yes, last Maury. thing. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Go yes. ahead, Dan Mori. Okay, so I bought for um, when I bathe our dog. Yeah. These little rubber duckies. Yeah. To go in the bath with him. And on Amazon, it was supposed to be like a bag of 10 of them. And when they arrived, they were the size of a pencil eraser. Yeah. <laughs> so he would just like want to eat them. <laughs> but like I didn't know sizing. Super tiny. Yeah. Super tiny. Yeah. Yeah. We actually have one of those stories as well. We bought, tried to buy a whole bunch of, we bought a bag of, I think like 200 rubber duckies because I wanted to fill the pool with them. Yeah. And when we got them, they were the size of a penny. 
Oh no! Yeah, like the bag itself is only the size of like a regular size Ziploc bag, oh, no. and there's 200 in there. Yeah. Why don't they just put pictures on Amazon and say actual size? Like, don't give me measurements. Just well, because what if you're using a bigger computer? No, but, uh, but uh, <laughs> right, like put a penis yeah. next to it for scale, right? <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, Kathy says here: What if Roz was Mocha and Mocha was Roz? Okay, name one of the things you would change and one of the things you won't change. So, if I were you, I think the the thing that I would change. Would have to be. Oh, okay, I got it. Yeah, <laughs> two things. Okay, two. <laughs> yeah, come on, two boo. Things. That two hurts. Things. Okay, <laughs> I would change the amount of time spent sitting on the toilet. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, yeah, sure. And I would also change the way you shower. <laughs> oh no, the way you wash your body. Come you're on, you're aware that if he's you, he's just going to sit on the toilet more too. That's that. Yeah. yeah, that's one of the things you could do. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So okay. those are the two things I would change. Interesting. Interesting. And something I wouldn't. I wouldn't change anything else. Okay. Anything else about you? <laughs> what would I change about you? Uh, like like things that I could like if I was in your body for a day, like something uh, something like a part of your life that I could alter. Right. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I might do? What? Just because I've always uh, no, but it would all depend on the on the timing. Like. I would sort of like some days when I look at you, uh-huh. right? I wonder what you would look like with just like a thick mustache. Oh no! Right, so shave everything off. Yeah, I might, I might shave your beard because you could grow that back in a week, right? Yeah. So I might shave your beard just to see how you look in a in a thick mustache. I might try and do something like that. I uh-huh. don't think that might be cool. Or, um, God, what else would I do? Uh, yeah, I, I, you dress fine. You always smell good. Um, there's really nothing. I don't think I want to disrupt your home life at all. That would be. <laughs> incredibly mean yeah. right like you're not gonna go home and pick a fight with my wife or like no like start start spoiling things for your kid yeah. right like i'm not you know i'm uh i'm not gonna do that but uh, i think that i'm just wondering if i could introduce you to something that i like but you really don't like like i'm wondering if there's like a show or a food or something that uh that i mm. that i that i, I know, like but we that like you a, don't a we like a lot foods. of the same stuff yeah yeah i yeah, know you're right uh yeah because i would give you a mustache i think that would be my thing because i've always okay. wanted to, to know what you look like with a big thick mustache uh kara says here did your parents pass down any of their person personality traits to you that you wish they hadn't did you only realize it when you grew up or had a family for example i get my irrational anxiety from my mom and my stubbornness and clumsiness from my dad i would like to give it all back to them hmm um, I don't know any sort of like traits like that, but the one thing that I did realize way later in life is that my brother and I both burp like my dad. Oh yeah, I think you've said that before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that that is that's one of the weird things where I will still I now I rarely think about my dad. Like I don't sit around thinking about him and stuff like that. But every now and then I'll hear from like the other side of the house kind of thing or if my brother's in the hallway I'll hear him burp and like and I get chills when Aww. I hear him when I hear him burp because that's he burps just like my dad does yeah yeah, yeah it's crazy Dan Maury cheapness cheapness yes 100% Maury cheapness and knowledge of 80s music you got that from your dad yeah it's and a, not well, just from not, the 80s <laughs> what, what <laughs> you, when I'm in the, the pool and a song comes on we'll both look at each other and be like oh the go-go's <laughs> How often are you sitting around in a pool listening to the Go-Go's? Like he'll have the radio on or something or like some music station on and we just keep naming the songs to each other. Right. Matthew just giggles. 
Right. Okay. So your love, why don't we just say your love of music, right? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Cause your dad was like, he liked music and stuff yeah. like that. My, my dad and did. cheapness and the yeah. ability to tell stories. Well, <laughs> there's some evidence that uh, says otherwise. Yeah, but like maybe your but maybe your dad isn't a, isn't a fantastic storyteller. No, he talks forever. Okay, okay. So so, ta- so that's like, what you get. Yes. <laughs> from your dad. <laughs> yes. How did you? Who turned you on to radio? How did you want to start doing radio? Because you started doing this stuff real young. Oh, I have somewhere a cassette of me imitating the people on the radio. Like it's just something I've l- always loved. Yeah. Like ever since I was like five. Yeah. And that's what you wanted to do, because right? he had a radio on all the time. All the, so, so you just, I just fell in love with you fell in love with DJs yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. interesting. Um, what did I get from my folks? Stubbornness from my mom. Yeah, absolutely. Sometimes I am clumsy. So, and that's my dad. And for as much as I try to remember things, like I, I would say I'm pretty good at remembering a lot of things. Mm-hmm. There are some things like my short term memory. Oh, I get that from. My dad, like Jenna will say to me on your way to the garage to take out the recycling, can you grab me a whatever? And I will be like, yeah, no problem. And five seconds come back without that thing that she asked me to get. (laughs) Right. Right? And that is exactly my dad. Yes. Exactly. Can I say my belly? Yeah. You're, um, yeah, sure. I guess body type. Sure. Yeah. Who's, did you get your mom's body or dad's body? Mocha? I would say maybe my dad. Yeah. Yeah. You? My mom. Okay. Mm-hmm. My brother got my dad's body. Uh, Mohawk asks, would you rather have to... Sp- oh, my God. This is so good. Would you rather have to spend the whole winter only wearing a Speedo or spend the whole summer only wearing the Chewbacca costume? I feel like Speedo's the easy answer. Yeah, but Speedo's on those days where but, like, it's you're not allowed freezing. to wear. You're not allowed to wear a coat, right? No, you can't. Well, but I guess the question is, would you rather be freezing or insanely hot? Yeah. So I, for me, I think Speedo because during the wintertime, I'm spending most of my days and night indoors anyway. It's very rare that I'm outside. Oh, but then I got a shovel the snow in a Speedo and use a snowblower in a Speedo. And, 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 also, and, say, and also Christmas pictures. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> would, would be awesome. Oh, but then, like, come on, man, for three straight four months. Yeah, but coldness. Of just all, just sweating in a Chewbacca costume. Wouldn't be good. Coldness causes shrinkage. Okay, so, geez, this is really tough because I don't like being cold. I hate being cold. Um, like that kind of cold. Yeah. Uh, but also, overheating in the summer is problematic because you could die. Right, like you just there's just no well, point. You could die from hypoethermia. But I think that trust trying to like live a life. Like I think it's most more likely that Catherine will still want to go to bed with me at night and fool around if I'm wearing a speedo in the winter as opposed yeah. to a guy wearing a Chewbacca costume all summer. Who wants to sleep with that? Yeah. Right. I assume you yeah. can take the costume off at nighttime and shower and go to bed. Yeah, but even still, she's got to look at me all day with a Chewbacca <laughs> costume on. <laughs> I with, the, with the helm, with the, like a full fur face thing. Everything, full no fur one, everything. If you're wearing the Chewbacca thing, no one will know it's you. So there's that. Plus, everyone's going to want to take pictures with you. Sure, but you can be so hot. Yeah, so hot all the so time, hot, dude. So hot. Can you just sit in the shade? Also, you would be a little tiny Chewbacca. <laughs> yeah, you look like, like Ewok. Yeah, yeah, you'd be Ewok, yeah. You, you can know sit what? in the shade. I'm I got to go Speedo. Yeah, I'm still I, I have to go Speedo. speedo. I, I'm not covering my face. Come on. I'm still... Th- 
<laughs> I'm still saying speedo because uh, you can control yeah. where indoors you are. Right. Yeah. And for uh, what period of time? I don't want to try any corn on the cob in a Chewbacca mask. Yeah. <laughs> I know. It's, it's not good. I know. No. Or having a nice big dirty hamburger no, in the summertime no, next to the pool. No. No. Right. No. In a Chewbacca costume. No. No. no absolutely but, not. Like potato leek soup. That's gonna look gross. <laughs> Plus, if you go swimming, a heavy, oh, wet yeah. costume. Who wants to wear that in the you're, pool? You're drowning. You're not getting out of no. the pool. Oh, yeah. Uh, Greg Anthony has a, uh, well, three questions specifically for Dammit Maury. Okay. Ready? Number one, Dammit Maury, would you say your dog, Andy, humps your husband, Dammit Matthew, more than you do? Yes. Well, because my husband's two. on the floor more often. <laughs> 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 on all fours. Number two, do you still sleep on the couch? No. Number three, at what point did you realize that the dog has replaced you? Five minutes in. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm okay with it now. You, you liked being third, right? I was, I was lying on the couch um, yesterday, and Matthew was dealing with something with Andy, like putting some treats in his toy or something like that, and seeing the two of them from behind... They look like a father and son just sitting on the dock. Do you find that you like the dynamic of Matthew loving the dog so much because it takes a little bit of the heat off you to sort of provide that kind of support that he gets something from the dog? Yeah, but then there are times where don't... I'm in the bedroom reading and I hear distantly from the office Matthew going, I love you, Andy. You're the best thing that's happened. And I'm... <laughs> And I angrily turn the page. Oh, right, no! right, 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 yeah. Does he ever, like, have you ever said to him, like, you know I can hear you? Yeah, and he's like, good, I said it for you to hear me. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's Ouch. a healthy relationship, really. How long ago were you, I think we've asked this question before, how long ago were you allowed to sleep in the in the bed again after being Oh, once it was couch? fine, once we Andy wasn't peeing inside and once we realized that he could sleep on the bed or because on the that, floor and be that okay. that dog was ruining your marriage, right? Because he was ruining the hardwood, yeah. <laughs> no, he was ruining your marriage. <laughs> <laughs> Worse, he was ruining the floors. <laughs> uh, Adam asks here, question for Roz yes, specifically. Sir. Do you garden with the ladies in your life? I want to start gardening. Uh, sorry, I want to start getting my son planting. He loves Plants vs. Zombies, the video game. So I thought it would be nice to plant snapdragons. Uh, yeah, I do. I like. I do this sort of when it comes to gardening i will do the heavy lifting right yeah. so i built the garden i'll go and pick everything up i'll move you know two tons of dirt i'll do all that stuff when it comes to the actual aesthetics and planting and where to put things um that's a catherine and roxy thing right I, they, they're i'm not excluded from it sure but that's just sort of that's their thing that's the thing that they do is like a mom and a daughter they go and they make the hand painted little signs of where and they replant them every year of where, what's what in the in the garden and and all of that stuff um so i and i stay out of it like because i don't want to micromanage Catherine in anything that she's doing where she wants to put stuff give my opinion on where I think things will grow or anything like that I just let her do her thing yeah. right let her do her thing and then I do my thing in the in the yard and my stuff grows and her stuff dies. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. And in the back of your mind, you're like, told you so. No, uh, but, I, but I will tell you this. Anybody who does garden, the, yeah. one, the one thing that you have to do when you, when you garden is you have to, like I built two. So I built one garden that is in a big giant like L shape, mm -hmm. right? And then another garden that is a square box that sort of fits 
in that middle, like the bottom part of that L shape, and you can walk in between them. Okay, because yeah. you need a separate garden for herbs. Okay. Because herbs literally like explode sure. and an herb garden will take over everything else you have. Yeah. And if you live anywhere where there's like bunnies or chipmunks or in our place, turkeys and all this other stuff, you have to build some sort of cover for it. Like you have to get build some sort of chicken wire cover that opens and closes because you'll just come back at the end of the day and your garden will look beautiful and green, but everything will be been eaten. Like everything gets eaten. Damn everything bunnies. everything gets eaten by the yeah. bunnies. They're awful. They're so terrible. Uh, Cruz is only now uh, showing interest in that kind of stuff. Yeah, gardening. gardening and stuff. Yeah, my yeah. sister-in-law, I think it was my sister-in-law, gave him this little um, pot. It's a metal pot. And it came with these two, is it two or three, like they look like thick uh, dirt tablets. Yeah, yeah, you put them in paper cups. Right? Yeah. And then you just fill... With, uh, you filled the container, the little um, tin with, it was like two and a quarter cups of water mm -hmm. and then it dissolves and you just take a spoon and break it up and it turns into like dirt and it came with like two little packs of seeds. And so we did that the other day and we have it by the windowsill and he'll water it every single day, mm -hmm. but just watching it grow and watching his fascination. So I'm going to get to a point where I will end up building one of those, um, yeah. It's like a garden bed. One of those little garden yeah, yeah, beds, yeah. yeah. Uh, get Beans are great for that for kids because yeah. beans grow like you can almost watch that thing grow like if you sit and stare at it. Yeah. That's how fast they grow. Yeah, it'll yeah, go yeah. from It'll grow from like a nubbin, right, Maury? It'll grow from like a, it'll grow from like a nubbin to like, you know, 13, 14 inches in, in like, Ross. in like 24 hours. <laughs> yeah, I never, living in an apartment, I never had to do the gardening thing. Why not? You can just put them on the windowsill. No, we lived, like there was no direct sun or anything. You so with my papa, instead we did yeah. bug collecting. We have a, you should get one of those lights more. We have one of those lights. That. We have one of those lights, but it's just a bulb. Like yeah. and we just put it in a regular lamp, like a desk lamp. And then, cause all winter we have stuff that dies. I did the whole hydroponic thing. But not a hydroponic thing. You can just literally put like beautiful plants and flowers everywhere and then you just stick them well, in a corner. I can't change my past now. Well, true that. No, is Matthew into that stuff at all? No, right? No, no. But at you all? have a balcony. No, no, we have no light. Light is light though. It doesn't need to be direct sunlight. Yeah, like we can't grow anything inside. Everything dies because it's just darkness. Yeah. Do you ever use your balcony or is it just empty? It's empty. Like yeah. you never like stand out there no. You have like no space to put like a plant in the corner Nothing. or like two chairs. For Never you been out there. Sit no. there. No. At all? And I often complain I could have used that space elsewhere. Huh. Interesting. Never use it. Does, do you have yeah. a chair or stool out there or anything Nothing. like that? Nothing. It's empty. You never what just like go out. out. You never but just yeah. like go out and smoke a cigar and like have a drink or anything if like that. I was single, yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You're <We were> single. <laughs> wow. Uh, every week you will find us on Instagram at kiss925. Ask Razamoka. Feel free just to ask your questions and we'll go through them on future episodes. This has been the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10. On KISS 92.5. KISS 92.5.com. Or download the KISS 92.5 app.